Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, welcome in to a Friday hurricane edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com, and you can watch the show on Facebook Live. And on YouTube, we need some likes to be smashed. We need some subs to be had because it is Essential Worker Appreciation Day. So for all you out there tuning in, make sure you say thank you to essential workers, namely us. Say thank you to us. We will say you're welcome, and we will say we do it for you, and really, we don't. We do it for the cold, hard cash, baby. It's all about that green those green bags and man we're getting paid up in here especially on a friday all right uh coming up on today's show a lot of ecu usf uh football to talk about and uh i'll try to get an update on the flight if a flight tracker that i looked at is correct Redbeard, are you out there john moody y'all know stuff like this josh thomas uh has the team landed i guess i could just text somebody and do it that way um but we'll have updates on that we will have some audio from mike houston donnie kirkpatrick blake carroll also if we have time we'll uh we'll go back to tony collins and uh his impassioned speech from thursday where he wanted to get a few things off his chest regarding pirate football all that in hour number one hour two we'll talk nfl we will make our picks i am six games under 500 picking nfl games straight up yikes i mean i know it's hard to do but man i'm terrible but the turnaround starts this week time to get uh back going get back in the swing of things and i'll do that when we make our picks for week four can the panthers win two games in a row can the steelers beat the jets can the commanders not give up 13 sacks i will answer all those questions and uh talk about last night as well dolphins lose to a boy that was scary We'll, uh, we'll talk about all that coming up in hour number two. Uh, and then in hour three, we will talk to Brian North, Morgan Aylers, and Mark Greenhelge. Um, Jenny has received a text that said the team has landed safely in Florida. So I thought that was the case, uh, but that is good to hear. So they'll be ready for some football down in Boca Raton coming up on Saturday. Shirley Rhodes is here. Redbeard says just landed. Thank you, Redbeard uh cj schaefer is here and the man of chan here on a friday how we doing people what's up what's up happy friday happy friday to you and no big deal just uh the first person to Ooh. ever wear this shirt Ooh. but it's not i don't want to make a big deal about it kill him yeah Ooh. first person to wear the home field apparel ecu peach bowl champion shirt that is nice but again let's it's not a big deal that is so nice let's yeah. make a big deal about it uh home field apparel and f- some folks know them they have uh, got some classic gear from schools around the country just dropped uh ecu for the first time ever on thursday so uh check them out they got some really cool gear including this awesome shirt that i'm wearing and 
first person to ever wear it so it's pretty cool but not a big deal uh let's see what else are we doing on a friday people trying to survive this huge rainstorm shirley can we go to the uh weather desk and you give us a report on something i'm looking at uh live coverage right now uh we do have a tornado warning in beaufort county a coastal flood warning for most of as expected uh nags head the outer banks uh ian has made landfall and basically charleston uh i would say south of uh south myrtle beach i saw georgetown and georgetown which, I don't know where which that is, is georgetown is just south of uh myrtle beach okay and in between charleston and myrtle beach so those three those three cities are getting hit particularly hard right now and uh hurricane ian is packing winds of 85 miles per hour and it looks like uh we are going to see a significant rain at least for another four to five hours in our area um so there's going to be some significant rain coming through here yeah been raining all day been windy uh i had a dream that trees fell down right beside the the homestead scary and then woke up and was very happy that it was a dream so uh but yeah hope everybody stays safe and uh we'll be with you live until five o'clock today because we have recorded our final hour and we had those interviews we uh ran them live on youtube and facebook live when we recorded those at 1 32 o'clock and 2 30 so you can see the videos of those on youtube but we're here with you uh three to five in the pirate radio studios and on the radio side three to six here on a friday and then we're back with you 10 30 a.m saturday morning on the bud light pregame tailgate uh taking you up to the 2 30 kickoff uh, uh clip before yep. before you move any i just want to since we are talking weather i do want to reiterate the entire eastern part of north carolina from raleigh east is under a tornado watch until 10 o'clock tonight mm. so uh because as conditions will uh will deteriorate a little bit over the next few hours as far as uh rain uh is being pulled off the ocean and coming up to shore uh there is a chance for uh tornadoes as i just mentioned there's one uh the tornado warning in beaufort county near the aurora area which i can't say that word very well but it's a tough one it's a tough one but uh and so and that's going to be a continuing threat until 10 o'clock tonight all right uh if we have more updates surely pass those along i know you're watching it uh live as it's going on um sick flex here sick flex by rick my guy rick they call him sick flex rick sick rick and uh he is listening from the beautiful beach at punta cana punta cana punta cana he says hopefully greenville stays afloat punta cana sounds like a cuss word like chandler you're acting like a real punta cana today is that florida uh no shirley <laughs> did you hear what she said is that, is that florida, florida? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> bite me no <laughs> i had to google it to find okay. out where it was uh it would you like to try again no cj where do you think it not if be? you're gonna laugh at me like that again <laughs> where do you think it is, is cj it not in Please, the continent say the United it, States. Nah, just say a state just oh, for us where okay. do you think it is uh georgia i don't know <laughs> Did you hear what he said? He said Florida. He said Georgia. And she said Florida. Obviously, y'all have never been to Punta Cana before. <laughs> Can I say again? Is it Me- oh the D- Dominican Republic? Oh, so a lot further south than 
Florida. He is in the Dominican there, now, Republic. Now, in my defense, there is a city that is very similar to that name or very close to that name in the in Florida because it was on the western side of the state and it was getting <laughs> pounded yesterday by the hurricane. Who's this? Miss Florida? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me come in there. Oh, gosh. Florida woman in here all of a sudden. <laughs> a, Florida, a Florida woman knows where Putin kind of is. But how about that sick flex by Rick? Sick flex, Rick. <laughs> Saying, uh, yeah, I hope y'all are safe. I am uh, enjoying my time down in uh, the Dominican Republic. Is he on the beach somewhere? Uh, I tell you what, Punta Cana is as close as you can get to the water without being wet, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you know what he's talking about. He's probably sitting on the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Umbrella drink. Woo-hoo. What else do you do on the beach? Listen to Pirate Radio Live. Yeah, listen to Pirate That's Radio. That's it right there. There you go. Rick, you got it all figured out, yes, my sir. guy. Yes, sir, my guy. So uh, where is everybody else listening from? Probably battening down the hatches here in eastern North Carolina, uh, but let us know. All right, uh, ECU Soccer. With the draw last night. Tie. 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 Scoreless tie. Tie. So that is the, I don't know, is that bad news, CJ? Hi. Tie. In the soccer world? Not necessarily. Uh, The good news is they are top of the table, to use a football term. Uh, They are in first place in the American. Awesome. If if you can get a draw and stay top of the table, it's, it's good. I'll take it. They need to keep grinding grinding it out get to that american conference championship game because we potentially might could have a watch along for that i'm down i am uh all the way down so congrats to them good news too they don't have any more non-conference games to blow on the weekends gary higgins I'm holding his feet to the fire here yeah i got dude. high expectations his, his seat is hot for coach Higgins. oh hot seat hot seat get hot seat gary hot seat higgins get him out of here <laughs> Nah, doing a great job and congratulations to them being first place in the americana we might have to start a um a campaign for gary higgins mm-hmm. a uh slandered campaign but wait should we say good things about him so teams will hire him away or bad things so we can keep him nah the way he's coaching this team right now we're gonna have to do a slander campaign all right, Steve says Shirley is referring to Punta Gorda. Punta in Gorda. Thank you. I told you it was close. Yeah, whatever. Look, These people didn't look, know if Punta uh, Gorda yeah. was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and they call themselves nerds. Clip. I just couldn't believe you would compare a place like Punta Cana with Punta Gorda. Yeah. <laughs> they got us right there. I mean, that's like saying. Uh, 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 get, get it out uh, it's like saying uh like like uh chicken like a chicken dish is like a like a beef dish you know all right we're feeling it on a friday people senor thing where you been all day bro um all right because <laughs> we've been putting in the work here have you really yeah we have yeah. we have yeah we've been putting in the work on a friday nah been doing some sales stuff man getting those sales numbers up yes sir we got can i go ahead and say it that's up to you i hate to jump the gun here but well don't jump any guns no i am I'm, I'm jumping that gun right now all right treasure chest is coming up oh wow treasure chest is coming i up. tell you what you're like treasure chest is september well tomorrow's october yeah last time i checked after that is november my birthday month no big deal and then after that it's jesus's birthday month big deal mm-hmm. december 
is a month to remember because the treasure chest will be opening up. How are we celebrating the month of December? By giving away things to you. Big prizes in the treasure chest. Before you know it, it will be here. And uh, Chad Moore, go ahead and start dialing the number now, buddy, because (laughs) it's going to be here before you know it. But on the sales front, everything is... uh, Looking pretty good, trying to get some uh, awesome prizes in the treasure chest for good this year. Good to hear, my guy. Uh, we got one like on YouTube, so mm. I'd like to I'd like to say a few things to y'all mm. that I can't say right now. I will say a few things. Go ahead, CJ. Steve I'll... Hill said on uh, said on YouTube he's the first to like. First off, thank you, Steve Hill. Second off, we have twelve people watching. That means we need eleven more of you to be a lot like Steve Hill and give us a like and subscribe while you're at it. October is tomorrow, and it's Shirley's birthday month. Wow. What a string of birthday months Therefore, coming up, folks. to celebrate birthday month, press the like button. Yeah. Press oh, the sub yeah. button. That's or Shirley. A, that's all I'm for asking me. for. And also, for us essential workers, can you thank us by liking and subscribing? Thank you. That's Appreciate all we're it. asking yeah. for. Uh, You're welcome. Got a picture from Rick. Got a picture from Rick. A Rick pick? A Rick pick. <laughs> Check, check. I sent in Rick picks. He just sent me a Rick pick. Oh my god! Check that out, man. Check that out. I am jelly beans. They is are... that from the Dominican Republic? Yeah, a little place I like to call Punta Cana. <laughs> well, it's gone now. Punta Cana. Yeah, nice work there. Great stuff there, Rick. So, uh, man, Rick is uh, is living large. Good for you, Rick. Um, and thanks for listening to us. I could think of a million better things to do on the beach down in Punta Cana than listen to me. But, uh, hey, it's your world, and we're just living in it, buddy. All right, uh, Pirates and Bulls, what's the line? Is it still nine, nine and a half? Is the line still nine? I'll look it up. It looks like none of y'all are going to do anything. I think, we, well, I think we ask this every Friday okay. well, when I'm here. Um, <laughs> you don't know what we do on how, Fridays. How, how are we feeling, folks? Roundtable. How are we feeling about? Oh, you want to go a little around the horn? How we're feeling? Yeah. How right. how you feeling around the horn? Who you want to start with? Well, CJ, how you feel? I feel confident. I think the uh, I think the offense is going to have a bounce back week. Yeah. Um, one thing we talked about in some of the interviews we did, some of the press conferences we were in this week was uh, South Florida plays a lot of man coverage. And a lot of the guys we talked to, uh, Jalen Johnson, Isaiah Winstead, guys like that, they're very excited to play uh, against this man coverage because I think Jalen Johnson uh, put it best. It's, you know, just one-on-one. It's you get the ball or I get the ball. And they're very, they're very excited to have that kind of opportunity, so I think they're going to have a big weekend. And obviously the past or the first few weeks of the season, we've seen what the defense can do. So I think it'll be the status quo there. But I think – ECU. If I had to pick, I would pick ECU to cover this weekend. It is indeed nine at the moment, 54 and a half the total. Uh, getting a healthy Keaton Mitchell, uh, that's huge because we, as he's broke off one in every game, including, I guess, the state game. He had the long run, didn't go for a touchdown, but right. uh, his home run hitting ability on the football field, much needed. And uh, it'll be nice to have him back in the lineup for a full game. Absolutely. The question is, is how healthy is he? And hopefully he's 100%. But if not, he's going to give everything he can. And he can be on a pitch count, thanks to Rajay and thanks to maybe uh, Marlon Gun. more Marlon Gunn. We didn't see him last week. I guess they, they trusted Rajay more in those situations. But 
Uh, you've got some backs that if Keaton is if that injury is nagging, if he needs a blow, okay, fine, no big deal. Put him in when he's ready to go. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm like you, CJ. I'm really looking forward to seeing if this offense can bounce back. I really do think they can bounce back uh, tomorrow against South Florida. First road game. I know a lot of these guys are very excited to finally uh, get on the road and play somewhere else rather than Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And they're playing a South Florida team that went to Florida and went toe-to-toe against the Gators team, but got blown out against Louisville and then also lost to BYU. But they're hungry to get another win. They're trying to get a win for Jeff Scott, who is only 4-21 and Mm. at the helm of South Florida. They're not playing at their own stadium, so it's going to be a strange day for tomorrow for South Florida. But I would really like to also see this defense create some turnovers and set up the offense for success tomorrow. And uh, if that happens, I think the Pirates roll. So we're getting stops. You want to see more turnovers from the defense? Yes. All right, I'm down with Are that. Are we seeing enough turnovers from the defense? I mean, I feel like... You don't get a lot against Navy, so you can kind of throw that one out. So against Campbell, we had a Bates pick. Yeah. Do we have anything else? Maybe a fumble recovery somewhere. Against ODU. I think we got a fumble. We're getting a lot of turnovers on downs. Yeah, they're getting uh, stops. They're getting stops, uh, but... You know, I love a good uh, hands to the face call. I love a good strip sack. Yeah, I love I love getting to the quarterback. Well, I feel like we're not doing enough of that. No, we're not. So, would love to see that tomorrow. Let the offense get in good position. Let them eat. Let them eat. And uh, let's get off to a good start. Let's punch them in the mouth and let's roll. And I All think right. that can happen. There you go. Uh, Felicia is liking on Facebook. Like, like. Thank you, Felicia. Todd says purple. How should we respond and, to that? And I say, gold. Ah, there you go. That's a good way to respond to that. Now, can we all say it in unison? Sure. Three, two, one. Gold. Way to go, guys. John Moody is right now this hurricane on campus today. He says, smash the likes. Are and you, like, <clears throat> cutting bushes today? No J- way. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, John Moody's, like, <laughs> push mowing uh jenny has a question she says what's the strip sack chandler a strip sack jenny is when you get after the quarterback's ass and you hit him the ball comes out you get on it not only is that a sack that's a fumble and they call that a strip sack thank you for breaking that down little football 101 football lingo here on a friday john moody says he's cutting the grass Hey, look, and hey, the grass ain't going to cut itself. Look, I've seen John Moody just going at it on Fifth Street, you know, cleaning up and making East Carolina's campus just as beautiful as it is. And let me tell you, not just because I graduated from there, what a beautiful campus. And all the credit goes to those, uh, <clears throat> the groundskeepers, including John Moody. Hats off to you, John Moody. My hat is on, but metaphorically my hat's off to my you. I'm tipping my hat to you. Ray just ordered a couple of shirts on home field. Look, that's the uh, the job of an influencer like myself. Some are saying Kardashian. Some are saying... Britney Spears. What is she up to in life? Spears! Who? Britney! Britney who? Spears! Y'all are young. Who are the uh, who are influencers in today's society? Mm, the D'Amelios. Uh, Mr. Beast. D'Amelio Estevez? I know him. Mr. Beast, yeah. Mr. Beast. Um... Is 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 David Dobrik a thing anymore? Oh, he was. I don't know if he still is. <laughs> Who are, are y'all just making up names? No, I swear these are people. These are people, and they're influencers, baby. What are they they're making an impact? That is so not strange to me. Us. I guess when I was a kid, I was influenced by like 
what athletes would wear or shoes right. or but something. But that's what you would, like, there are, if you were to Google some of these names, their job title is influencer. Yeah. Yes. But to and me. And they're making a crap ton of money. Right. To me, it's an influencer has a different you know title for their career like an athlete or like a musician or something like that and he just so happens to influence people yes. because of what he does right which is not influence it's play basketball or but like mr beast he's doing all these crazy stuff he's he's doing all this crazy stuff on his videos but he's like giving back to people right david dobrik is basically just doing vlogs from his just his mansion on a hill literally literal mansion on a hill in california basically showing off what he's got he's got all these these followers and stuff and he's just racking the cash right and he's an influencer though people love him people flock to him huh uh i don't get it but then it's not for me to get do what makes you happy out there people i would say you're greenville's influencer but that is mr beast yeah i need to move well i'm I'm in winterville you're a winterville uh (laughs) influencer (laughs) there you go Mr. Least. <laughs> Mr. Yeast. Uh, Shirley, by the way, you said this earlier before we came on the show. They are capping the attendance for the football game tomorrow in Boca Raton. Mm. No need to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, what did you say? 15,000 uh, because of you know getting workers in, which that is a nightmare. We're talking about moving a game to an entire location and finding people to work the gates work concessions work then clean up like all that stuff so it's got to be a nightmare especially in these times but uh they are capping attendance so i don't think there will be close to that many people there but uh in case there were plans of that happening it will not exceed fifteen thousand. they're capping attendance so they're lying about the attendance are that uh they're saying that that's the maximum Sorry, I'm 24 years old. I, I read that differently. Good joke. You got any more good jokes? No, I had one last week about some kind of watch. You wanted to pick on me, you said? Oh. Go ahead. I didn't want to pick on you. I thought it was cute. It was cute. It go, was cute. Go for it. Uh, well, guys, I got a poem to read. And it's uh, by this artist, or this author, I should say. His name is clifton brock the third 32 years ago folks this man wrote i mean a beautiful beautiful piece and it goes like this yesterday my mom went to belt she bought clothes she got my sister a new kids on the block pin she got me a new kids on the block shirt. The end. That was a uh, a journal entry that I found in the closet, and I said I need to take a picture of this and show Shirley because she's a new kids on the block super freak, and I also posted that on Facebook. What what question did you ask me when you saw that? I said. What I said was... Say what you said. So you were about eight, nine years old? No, say what you said. Say it. How you said it... How did I say it? I said, that's your handwriting or something? You're writing like that at the age of nine? (laughs) And I'm sorry. I feel bad. And now your mom's probably watching, and your mom now hates me because I'm making fun of her son. 
well you that shows the kind of person you are so i was eight and a few months old my birthday's at the end of the calendar year that's good that that's that's good handwriting for an eight-year-old and you were trashing on my handwriting so i'll have you know that i was ag academically gifted and you know what i wasn't but i was in the national beta club and i was not um but for you to pick on a child like that i think really shows a lot about the character you have no i'm ashamed yeah you know what i'm ashamed and i and i'll accept it but you know what and i could probably go back home i could probably go to my mom and dad's house right now and look up something where i wrote something or attempted to write something at the age of nine years old my mom is listening and she heard you say that and boy that's not good for you chandler not good for you at all um i i I could probably find something that i wrote around eight or nine years old and it's probably worse than that look it makes you feel better your blockhead mouth breathing ass probably can't write with a crayon (laughs) as good as that right now today if i had you write something you know what about me you're right dude you're right you're right my handwriting's terrible. My, don't ever have anything. Don't ever have me write anything because it's going to be ugly. It's going to be worse than this. And then that's bad. That's really bad. That's bad. <laughs> uh, I know, Miss Pam. I'm sorry. I'm show. sorry. I know. Show. A mother never wants to hear their son be made fun of. <laughs> He's and especially on by, me. And especially by a blockhead ass like me. I'm being bullied. Eight, eight-year-old me is being bullied. Dude, I don't know why I came at you like that. Just I'm wait sorry. till you see the other entries in that thing. It's about... So I peaked when I was eight and a half years old in life. At handwriting? No, at life. Because the other entries are about my baseball games. And apparently I was just dropping tanks. Were you like... <laughs> I went three for four. Yes, that's what every other... In, I'll show you. I uh, had two runs scored. I pitched. I came in for relief. I pitched I, one and two thirds. I thought that uh, I was on the fast track to success, but turns out eight and a half years old, glory years, glory day, glory hole. <laughs> and there it was, <laughs> glory hole. Those were my glory. I can't tell you how many times in my life when I have had it handed to me in a lot of different ways, uh-huh. but I went back to work, got yep. up on I Monday my morning, journal. and there it was. Glory hole. Right there in the middle of it. Right there in the middle of it. There it was. Right right there in the middle of it. Oh, man. Eight-year-old glory hole days. Glory hole days. Thank you, Jerry Jones. That's funny. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. We'll uh, we'll get you some interviews. I kind of like just talking nonsense, but people listening probably want to hear more football Do they really, though? I don't know. If you'd like us to continue just talking nonsense and crapping on each other, let us know. If you'd like to hear from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Carroll, let us know. You, but you have to like and subscribe first. You have to do that because if you don't, your words mean nothing to us. Nothing! Your Actions life means speak nothing. louder than words. Very true. Oh, I have an update. Your mom still loves me. We'll take a break. More to go.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Ken Wildington says tornado warning continues 345 for Beaufort County. For our Beaufort, Beaufort County listeners. Buffett. Jimmy Buffett County. We got some uh we got an update from a pirate parent who says their son. Uh Michael says his son said they made it safely to Florida for the game tomorrow. So that is very good news. Glad yes. to hear that. And they'll be ready to go as they travel to the hurricane. As before we went to the break, uh you know, do you want us to get back on track a little bit for sure in terms of in terms being of back the, on track? In terms of that uh and run some uh audio on our flight by yingling ecu report or did you want us to continue with the nonsense uh we've got three votes and they're all in favor of one side of that ray says i'd like to hear more nonsense john moody says i vote for goof off friday and just talk it up we have four hours tomorrow for coach talk i like that 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 is a good point john moody chad says liked and shared nonsense friday so those are the only votes I've seen. Uh, so that's and what it's unanimous. I'm going to roll with it. And uh, John is right. If you want uh, all the ECU football talk, you can shake a stick at. We'll have that for you coming up Saturday, 1030, on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. All those in favor say aye. 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 There you have it. You have to ask all those opposed. All those opposed. Then you have to say say nay. Say nay. All right, we're good. Nothing. All right, let's uh, let's chop it up. <laughs> CJ, when you have an order of nuggets, tenders, strips, whatever you call them. Mm, here we go. I like this conversation. What sauce or sauces are you using as a garnish? Mm. I think if I just had to choose a general one, we would go barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Yeah. Sweet or spicy? Ooh. I'd go spicy. Spicy barbecue. Spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. A spicy barbecue. How about you, Shirley? Um, in general. And that's the be, thing, in general. In general, because, because there are it certain depends places, on the location. Depends on the location. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So, in general, it would be barbecue. <clears throat> All right. And it would be, I tend to go with the sweeter barbecue but every once in a while i want a little kick in the pants <laughs> mm. and i'll go i'll go mm. spicy all right Chandler, give me honey mustard you know i've become give more me of honey a mustard. honey mustard guy when i go to aj's and i get the uh chicken tender basket on a wednesday night i'll go with the honey mustard they have good honey mustard there now depending on how many tenders or nuggets or whatever i get i might divide them up and have say yeah Three different sauces. Oh, I very rarely pick one. Oh, you got to go moldy. I go buffalo. Yeah. I go ranch, and I have to go honey mustard. All right. 
Good call, good call. And again, it depends on your location. If I go to a certain place, I'm going to get Polynesian. If I go to another place, I'm going to get barbecue. Another place, another fast food place, I go with hot mustard. Oh, my God, this guy. Yeah. This guy. Get a little crazy with it. So uh, it does depend on the locale. John suggests we go with the five-second game. You want to play around? Sure. All right. Um, we haven't done that in a while, actually. CJ, name two state capitals in the Pacific time zone. Okay. Uh, Sacramento and Olympia, Washington. That a boy. Well done, sir. Somebody studied in uh, geography. <laughs> well done. Okay, let's go. Let's go, Chandler. Name, name any capital city of a country in Europe. Gosh. London. Okay. Way to go. Way to, way to pull it. <clears throat> Shirley. Yes, sir. Name. No, I'll tell you what. Name an artist from the 90s who's, uh, that starts with the letter S. Artist from the 90s. Music. Cisco. Ha ha. Da dun 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 I was going for Sheila E. But that's probably that's, that's, that's more 80s. 80s. That's 80s. I'm sorry. If you're going, if you're going 90s, I'm going with. Did she go into the 90s though, maybe? Uh, she, her, her, her prime time was 80s. Her prime time was 80s. Yeah. How about Stuart, comma, Rod? All right, anyway. Shirley, you're up. Mm. clip yeah we're playing the five second game on pirate radio live <laughs> dead air name a south african country what correction let me rephrase the question because i messed that up okay south name, africa no <laughs> name a south american country i don't know why i oh said boy. african south or central south or south uh, columbia you are correct, sir. Yeah, bye-bye. Wait. Check to see if that's a country and not a city. It's a country. Shirley, okay. my Checking. God. Shirley, come on. Checking. Clearly, you've never been to Punta Cana. Yeah, <laughs> this girl ain't never been to Punta Cana. And you can tell. And you can tell. Stop it. Punta Cana. Oh, stop it. Ah, Stephen with a good suggestion on the 90s artist that starts with the letter S. I'll give you a hint, Shirley. Every morning there's a honey. Which, by the way, that Someday. dude. I, I like that song. Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Didn't he do halftime of the Panthers game, the opener? Did you see that? He also, he used to host, I don't know if he still does or not, but he used to host a, uh, like a themed uh, countdown of songs on one of the Sirius XM channels, but I hadn't heard him on there in a while. I want to say it was in the 90s on 9. Mark McGrath uh, did the halftime for Panthers-Browns. So, hate that you missed that, Chan, man. And Mark McGrath Just is Mark who? McGrath and not Sugar Ray? The lead singer for Sugar Ray. Do you not know Sugar Ray? Do you not know the songs we're talking about? Mm-mm. I just, just want to fly. fly. Hi, 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 hi. I'm 
Like, come on. You put your arms around me, baby. Yeah. Yes, that would be arms the one. Me, yeah, baby. good tune. I just want to fly. Fly a high, a high, a high, high, high. <laughs> Shirley. What? Name three hurricanes that have made landfall in North Carolina. Hurricane, uh, let's say Dennis, Floyd, Fran. Very good. Good, good. And good. you did that in alphabetical order, which I'm very impressed by. I just remember Dennis was before Floyd. Uh, some would say it was a menace. It was a menace because it stalled over North Carolina, which caused the catastrophic flooding when Floyd came through because nowhere for the water to go. Flood of the century. And Fran, because I was a senior in college when Fran came through and hit Wilson. And I got, I, that was when I escaped the police, uh, the Wilson police, by driving through the top of a tree that had toppled over in someone's yard, driving someone else's car. <laughs> what about a story that is? Speaking of which, what about a story? This is from Donald Juan yeah. on Facebook. He says, what about a story? Chandler knocked me down the stadium stairs after the pirate loss on Saturday. Is that true? Hashtag savage. <laughs> true well you got some explaining to do i'm surprised i didn't knock myself down were you angry you were angry drunk no saturday night no look i i told as soon as the ball left owen daffer's foot and i saw navy's because we were parallel to where the ball was snapped right there in section 15 in daddy ficklin stadium and as soon as soon as it left his toe and i saw navy's defense going like this i grabbed that i said we got to go i said we got to go so I guess I was in a hurry. Donald Juan, I'm sorry, but it was great to meet you, my friend. I sit down, and I think they came up after we did, and he goes, Chan Man. It's the Chan Man. So hey, how you doing? What's your name? I, I'm Donald Juan. I said, oh, my god!" And then you pushed the poor guys and down the stairs. And I pushed him down the stairs. Man. Pushed him down the stairs. I was <clears> mad. Yeah. No, but it was good sitting beside old Donald Juan. Sweet jersey that he had on, by the way. What kind of jersey? Like, it was like an authentic east carolina jersey uh maybe maybe one he got you can correct me if i'm wrong but it looked like maybe one you got from a like a uh, equipment cell or something cj five second game what speaking of jerseys what pro football hall of fame defensive tackle ran off the field after a game i'm not going to tell you the team he played for but they beat mike sherman and the packers and he kept say, repeating, put a jersey on, put a jersey on, put a jersey on. What Hall of Fame defensive tackle said that? I'm going to tell you right now, I do not know. What if I tell you it was the Bucks? I probably still wouldn't get it. What if I told you there was a Funkmaster Flex freestyle CD, Fabulous had a song on it, and he said, keep 9-9 nine, nine on my chest like Warren Sapp from the Bucks. Mm. Warren Sapp huh. was the answer telly mike sherman i hope i have all these facts right i know it was sap i'm pretty sure it was sherman put a jersey on put a jersey on see if i can find that clip on youtube um all right cj you missed yours chandler name in five seconds name five carolina panthers kickers all time john casey uh uh orlando mare uh Joey Sly, uh, uh, Graham Gano, and uh, Eddie Pinero. All right, that took you 25 seconds. 
Let's see. Orlando Mare was the kicker. Yeah, Mike Sherman. Do we have audio? Mike Sherman, the head coach, pushing. I'm reading his lips. He's definitely saying it. But I, but there was like. Uh, there might be some cursing here. I probably shouldn't play it. But there it is. Put a jersey on. Put a jersey on. Warren Sapp was ready to fight Mike Sherman after yeah, the game for some He was reason. ready to go. He said something to him. All right, Chandler, you're up. Or uh, if anybody has a question, just go ahead and get in here. I've got one. All right. Who are you uh, asking? I'm going to ask Chandler. All right. Name the player who went, who the NFL player that went by the nickname, the refrigerator. Oh, that's Perry. Um, uh, uh, I almost said Rick Perry. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> almost, I almost said Malcolm Perry. Oh, my gosh. Troy is screaming But it's right Perry. Now. It's, uh. Had a brother named Michael Dean. Oh, man. Perry, 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 Perry. Blank the refrigerator Perry. What's that blank? He's drawing a blank. He sure is. Or at least I got the last name. William was William, his first name. William Perry? Perry. Oh, I don't think I would have gotten William, William. the refrigerator Perry. Uh, Michael Winstead says, Shirley, that's my hometown, Wilson. Stand up. Wilson, stand up. Welcome well, to the Wide Awake. Wide Awake, Wilson. Uh, all right, Shirley, uh, CJ, you got any more questions? We got to take a break. This is I got non- one for CJ. This is Nonsense oh. Hurricane Friday on Pirate Radio Live. We're all right, just hanging I got out. another one. We're another nickname. A, we're having a hurricane party. You're all invited to it. And uh, hope you're there is a no, good time. There is no cover to the party, but to get in, you have to smash the like and smash the sub. Very true. <laughs> CJ. And we'll okay. give you a solo oh. cup. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, if anybody had a que- didn't have a question, I had one. CJ. Keep it in on deck. Name a clothing brand that starts with the letter I. Now, go. I. Oh, that's easy. I. State your name. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I should know this. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh what did I? Somebody I, tell me. I. Iza. Oh I was gonna say Superman. Remember Superman? Superman hurts. Oh, what is that? Zod. Mean? Do you Sorry. remember Zod? I don't. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my. Oh my Zod. Oh my Zod. <laughs> name the player who went by the nick. The NFL player that went by the nickname the Boz. Oh, Bosworth. Uh, God, here we go again. Here uh, we go again. God, I, I don't know his first name. Bosworth. God, you suck at first names. Ben Bosworth? No. Ben? Brian. Brian Bosworth. No. Gosh. Played for the Seahawks, went to Oklahoma. I know these people. I just don't know their name. <coughs> All right. Name the, uh, the player Chandler who went by the nickname The Juice. Oh man, the juice. That was OJ. OJ Simpson, baby. Well done. All right. I should take a stab at it, Chandler. I should have said Simpson. I should have said Simpson. Oh, what's his first name? Simpson. Shout out to our listeners in Simpson. Uh, Anybody else got a question? Not right. I I would have to think. All right. Shirley. Chandler. Who was it that was driving the white Bronco? <laughs> when when the uh, juice was oh in the back seat. Oh God! It was not OJ though. It was uh. Wow, Charlie, you should know this. Oh, and I watched it from start to finish. What he also he also has name? a two letter name. Put a jersey on. That has nothing to do with anything. I was gonna say that's not a hint. He also has a two letter name. Uh, when you're hot, what do you turn on? AC. Mm-hmm. 
AC, no, it's not AC, AC Green. AC Slater. No, I was going to say AC Green. AC Green, uh, he's known for not having sex. AC. <laughs> That's so random. His name um, was Al. Not Borland. Michael. That was home improvement, now, not Michael. I want to say Washington for some reason, but that's not right either. Al Callings. Was he Callings? Something like that. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I wouldn't have gotten the last name. AC. It's Al Callings. So okay. Callings. Yep. Oh, I should I should have known that because I watched that from start to finish when, when that went down. It's um, one of those memorable moments where you can remember where you were when that came on let's see shirley i don't know how to ask this question i remember lisa turtle was dating this uh gentleman in a certain episode his name was darren i i don't know how to phrase that question i'm trying to think of a say by the bell question for you oh okay uh how about who was the uh the character the movie star character that did the say no to drugs ad but he smoked pot Oh my God! I forgot his name. Wow! I can see his face, but his name is not coming to the forefront right now. Wow! That is uh, heartbreaking. You just uh, dropped a lot in my respect category. This is uh, this is a shame. This is a real shame to see somebody die on live radio. (laughs) I I it's drawing a blank. What a fall from grace. What was it? Johnny Dakota. Johnny Dakota. That's Johnny right. Dakota. It was Johnny the whole time. How do you not know Johnny Dakota, Shirley? No, I, it's like as soon as you said it, it the the oh. image popped into my head, but I completely drew a blank on the name. I love the where were you at? Chad on Facebook did get Johnny Dakota right, but J- Chad also said where were you when the verdict was read? <laughs> Tiny's got a great say by the bell question that now I don't know, and hopefully Shirley does. Uh, I want to say, was I in school? Was it during the afternoon? It was 93, yeah. I believe. Wasn't it 93? 94? We got that it part, was, Chandler. Yeah. Um, it was during the afternoon. I want to say yeah. I, it was, I was in class, and maybe we watched it. My or, dad was teaching middle school gym and had the whole class watching it. I think we watched it. I, I, think I, I had just school. gotten out of class. I had, gotten, uh, had just gone into my dorm. And back then, we didn't. A lot of us didn't have individual televisions in our rooms. We had like a common area, and so. um, And I lived on a sorority floor, so they had it all nice and pretty and all that good stuff. But they were watching it when I came back from class, and I sat down and watched the whole thing. Tiny has a question. I think I know the answer, Shirley. I think it clicked Uh, in my brain. Oh God! But I might be wrong. But I think I know it. Uh, Brad says, what was the duck's name they saved from the oil spill? Remember that episode, Saved by the Bell? Oh, I almost cursed on the air. Um, Tiny, by the way, Tiny is actually Tiny now. I know, he has uh, lost a lot of weight. Tiny is Tiny. And I don't really like it. I don't it. remember the duck, I remember the turtle. I don't like when fat people lose weight. <laughs> it makes me feel bad for myself. I vaguely remember that episode. I think the duck's name was Becky. Tiny, am I right on that? Tiny, am I okay? Am I okay? Am I okay, okay tiny? tiny? Who, CJ, sang the cover to Smooth Criminal in the early 2000s? To late Alien Ant Farm? That is correct. Well done. Oh, I have another one for CJ. All right. Who was exposed during halftime with Justin Timberlake? Who, whose bosom 
was let out. Wait, oh what? Hold on. Oh. What was the word? Buzum. 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 You are a rockhead. I know Buzum. the answer, though. I do not remember her name. Buzum. Are you serious? I'm serious. The name is Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Michael Jackson. Apparently, he's not nasty. Because it is Janet Jackson. How about Michael Winstead coming in with the Talking about where uh, Saved were by you? the Bell trivia? Well done there. Talking about where were you when that happened. I was sitting at my best friend's house because we always have the Super Bowl party at her house because her dad cooks this phenomenal chili. And we were I was watching the halftime. When that happened, I literally turned and looked to uh, her dad and said, Did I just see what I thought I just see, saw? And he said, Hell yeah, you saw what you just saw. <clears throat> so... You saw a, a bosom. <laughs> Alan says, Miss Jackson. Is it a bosom? Uh, Chandler, are you familiar with the song Miss Jackson by Outcast? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh? <laughs> I am for real. What tire company is named in that song? Because there is a swing, a tire swing. And he says, dream about that crib with the, with, with the good year. I just said it. Yep. I think you had it anyway. Way to tank it. Or I was going to say Black's Tires. Oh, shout out uh, Trey Benton. to the Benton family. Hmm. What name did the Beldings give their kid? I'm loving this. What name did the Beldings give their kid? So I remember the episode. Don't look at like the comments because uh, uh, Michael Winstead might <laughs> come in with the answer. All right, the episode, there's an earthquake, there's an elevator. Belding's wife has the baby right there in high school. Um, and I'm I got nothing here. I'm drawing a complete blank. Zach, he named it after Zach. That would be something. Did they name? I'm pretty it sure after it's wrong. One of the students, like Sam for Screech, Samuel, or uh, what does AC stand for? Oh my God! Um, Shirley's not a say by the bell. No, thing. no. I it's been a while since I've had to jog been my memory. CJ, who sang Been a While? Stained. Very good. What was Qu- Oh, Albert Clifford is Albert uh, Clifford, that's right. That's yeah, right. I don't know Belding's kid's name. What is it? What is Belding's uh, kid's name? Who was in the elevator with Zach? That was uh, Belding's wife, right? All right. Uh, hey, here's a question. We got to take a break. What is something we need to take right now? A break. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Tiny says they named the kid Zach. I thought so, because I was like, I want to say they named him Zach. Wow. All right. Shirley named two Zach Attack songs. Oh, oh bite me. I can't remember. Friends, oh, friends. forever. They and had then, that then, one. And do the... Do the when uh, Lisa got hurt... That was a Zach Attack song, wasn't it? The no. dance that went with it? The Sprain? Yes. No, no, no. Zach Attack was an episode of its own. The Sprain was something different. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm mixing up my episodes then. Did we ever have a chance? Or is that a real song? I'm going to have to look that up. All right. I'll Google, Google it up. during the break. All right. Fun nonsense segment. We'll come back, wrap up hour number one on a Hurricane Party Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 59,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Tony Dunn here. He said last Friday we had one of the best first hours of radio ever. And this Friday, one of the worst. He said not so much. Not a fan. Well, you Chandler, know what? You Chandler, get, you look you, shocked. Can you give an explanation why? Yeah. Are we just not funny? I'm not, not even funny. putting my headphones on. <laughs> are we just? Are we not funny? I would just say that we're not the, funny. How? What are you like a clown? What am I like a clown? No, uh, I don't know. Just fun. I guess it was fun to listen to y'all struggle through. What this did we game do last trivia. week? Absolutely nothing. I don't remember. It was just like spitballing off of everything. Oh, yeah. So Tony, in five seconds, name three members of the Wu Tang Clan. Theresa. Um, but, 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 but not five seconds. Uh, Method Man and uh, Old Dirty Bastard. All right. I'll, 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 give, I'll give it to you. I'm surprised you didn't go Jizza right after Rizza because it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And the Genius's album, Liquid Swords, my favorite of the individuals. Yeah. Uh, that Killer Hills 10304. Super underrated. <laughs> Super underrated. All right, uh, we've got to talk football hour two. We're kind of wrapping up hour one here. So, Tony, how you been? Pretty good. What, you, what are you watching on TV? Foot Ooh. non-football related. Any new shows, movies? Yeah, I've been watching House of the Dragon. Yeah, caught I up on that the last episode. Yeah. Um, I've been watching now Rings of Power, which no. is the Lord of the Rings one. You know, I've never Amazon. read nor seen any of those. Yeah. So and. Uh, Let's see. Oh, In the Dark. We just started a new season of that, which is about the blind girl and her pals of mischievous people. What's that on? That is Netflix. Uh. And also Rockin' Picard. I'm all on, I'm like on a science fiction kick right now. Oh, uh, that's Star Trek? Yeah. yeah. Uh, In the Dark. I don't think I've seen that. Is that worth watching? It's pretty good. Okay. It's all right. It's kind of a light not light it's not funny but it's uh it's cool cj have you seen the movie happy death day no. i feel like you'd be the only person that might have seen because it's uh it's like a mix of groundhog day and scream yeah i've oh, heard gosh. of it but i haven't seen it it's uh i guess it was okay it's kind of funny it was decent i watched it always i'm looking now for a movie to watch every tuesday because it's the only non the only football night football's not on, and then Wednesday I'm at trivia, so that night's covered. So Tuesday I'm looking for anything to watch. I've been told we should watch Father Stew. What is that? That is, um, it's Mark Wahlberg, and he, some like ex-convict who becomes a priest boxer or something like that. Maybe not the <laughs> convict part, but. Does he have to be a boxer in every movie then? No. I actually think of this as Mark Wahlberg has strangely had one of the better careers in Hollywood. And I agree, and I'll say this, I, I don't think I'm a big fan. Really? Yeah. 
I think I am. I love The Departed, but I don't love his character in Departed. Okay. He has been in... He's been in action. He's done the funny stuff. He's done Ted. He's done... I never saw Ted. The light-hearted family comedies. I don't know why. I'm not a big... He was in The Italian Job. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Four Brothers. Was he in that? Yes, yes he was in Four uh, Brothers. That was, I did like that that was good. I like that movie. Um, he was in Fear. Oh, That wow. was his breakout role. I, that was, uh, I remember Fear that was from back very, in the day. Fear was very, very good. Um, double check for me. Was he in Basketball Diaries? I don't know. With Leonardo. 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 Uh, That's the one where he's on drugs, right? Yeah, so but I can't remember. Disturbing. Yeah, I can't remember if he was in that one or if I've. Oh, you're but, right. He has done. Uh, he was in the the fighter. Is that yeah. what you're yeah, talking the about? Yeah, the fighter. Uh, he was. Uh, he was, he was in, in the basketball diaries. Okay, thank you. You know um, what? Uh, Uncharted. He just did Uncharted, which was good. Didn't see that. Um, this is going to be he, a shock to people. Vince Papali. He played Vince Papali in. Um, Never saw that. Oh, what's oh. the name of the movie though? It's called The Eagles Suck. Oh. <laughs> um, he was in Shooter. I did see that. That is a great movie. He was in The Happening. I don't think I ever watched that. He was in Entourage. Ooh. Yeah, he he directed, uh, he created Entourage. Yeah. It's based on his life. Now, this movie, I remember watching. Survivor. I don't think I can watch this movie again. You ever see a movie and you're like, that was pretty good, but I can't watch it again? Yes. yes. There's a documentary called Dear Zachary, which is the most heart-riching documentary ever that I'll never watch again. And The Lovely Bones. Do you remember oh, that movie? Oh, yes. It's based on a book. He was in that, and yeah. that's one that uh, you can only watch once. Black Hawk Down was the one I can't watch again. He did Invincible. Invincible was the one. Where is the football? We just talked about that. Vince trailer. Papali. He played Vince did Papali you? in the yeah. in the movie. Oh, that's what Invincible. Just, I yeah. thought you were talking about Zach something. I have never seen Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. I've seen part of it. I've not seen the whole thing. I, I figured Tony would get upset about that. You're not upset at me for that, Tony? No. Right. You know what? Because interestingly, I, and... I haven't either. He Good. got a lot, and a lot of, of buzz. People, and I'm, all, like, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it in front of a couple of my friends. I was embarrassed to say this before a couple weeks ago. I had never watched Fight Club from start to finish. Oh, wow. And yeah. I finally did a couple weeks ago. Did you ago. like it? Yeah, it's great. I like uh, Edward Norton. Yeah. Check out uh, one of the other things is you know, watch this with your, your kids is Instant Family. You can watch this with your daughter. That's okay. a Mike, uh, Mark Wahlberg movie he was uh wasn't the 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 will ferrell movies that he did was uh stepdad or something like that there's two of them um where he is he plays the ex-husband and tony uh, will ferrell is the new husband they have they're competing for their children's attention uh, yeah with the motorcycles yeah yeah Yeah. and there's two of those tony mentioned comedy the other guys was a popular comedy movie Mm -hmm. uh I was just trying to think of what makes somebody. We were we had like one of these kind of these conversations around the pool one day, and it was a uh, top five actors or like actresses, currently. yeah, or just all, no all time. Wow, that's impossible. I mean, well, who you think? And what we really kind of had to come around to was that uh, you had to have a broad catalog of performances. You couldn't just be a one note. Like even Robert De Niro is kind of a one note. Yeah, he's actor. like mafia dude. Yeah, and he did meet the parents and stuff. Yeah, and, and that's as close as. But you know who's like might oh, be was, the top. He was really good in Cape Fear. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he's still kind of like mean, scary dude there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was a mean, scary dude, but he wasn't a mob guy. He so was who? just unhinged. I think Leo might be like yeah. the top. Yeah. Like yeah. he's done everything. He's awesome. Isn't he's it kind of how it surprised you? But And that's what I was thinking about with uh, Mark Wahlberg a little bit is to think of like, and I'm not saying he's a top, at top five, but like he started out as marky mark i just i think that might still be affecting my opinion of like it's just crazy how you know when you when leo first came out i don't think i was gonna go oh this kid's gonna this heartthrob teenage actor is gonna turn into the best of the best yeah but he really takes his he picks his roles real well too i mean you look at um django unchained yeah uh, and then you go to uh, the one where he... One of my favorites is What's Eating Gilbert Grape. You know, I he never saw that, but I know he's good in that, in that movie. as a youngster. The one where he's... Uh, I don't want to give any giveaway. Uh, Shutter Island. He's good in oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the... Inv- not... It starts with an I, where like they're all flipping through time. Oh, yeah. Inception. Yeah. Inception. He's good in he's that. He's just really... Yeah, he's a he's great He's done actor. a lot of... I mean, even... Um, trying to think he did the one where he was always stealing the identity that one was pretty fun the talented mr Rick. no no, no. Catch, uh, me catch me if you me can, if you can. is yeah. an all-timer yeah. that is a great movie a i always movie. stop and watch that if i flip to it yeah. uh denzel washington that is another, another he's, one he's up there one of the all-time great is he the same and everything he might be a little one note yeah he did uh the best thing he's done recently is uh the porch or the neck like it's a uh, like they're set to uh it's like a 1940s now he did a movie ba- with he's a dad of a baseball player in the 1940s and it's about nancy uh, really now he good. did a movie with mark Wahlberg too um uh, that's escaping me but it's where they steal a, like a, a ton of money mm-hmm. um they hijack money from somewhere i can't okay. remember off the top of my head but they, they weren't both in that movie who's your favorite actor I feel like it's a cliche answer, but I really like everything I've seen with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Chandler, I know you're a big fan of Under the Dome on CBS. Who's your favorite actor? Uh, <clears throat> this is uh, this is a cliche. Probably Denzel. <laughs> Y'all are just naming How about, people. I know that we just. About. Have, uh, here's here's one. I for always you. Tom I, Hanks. Tom yeah, Hanks. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and he's a great actor. He. And he's not the same in everything. No, not at all. But I do. Adam Sandler's my guy. (laughs) I like Adam Sandler. Oh, rest in peace, Coolio. I know. Sorry, he's. I I love. I love Brendan. Oh no, Brendan Fraser. I do. I Uh loved what you know. I mean, I love the Mummy movies. What's wrong with that? Those were my favorites. Uh Tony's (laughs) answer for who he wants to perform at the Super Bowl passed away this week. Yeah. That's why I brought I totally it up. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> that is so sad. Ah oh, man, he can never do a Super Bowl. The one thing I was—it was great to see the. Um, so Coolio, Coolio got really upset, I guess, when uh, Weird, Weird Al made Amish Paradise, and he—I uh, saw where he said later that he was a complete fool and like there was no reason to get upset about it, and he was like, I was just like. I was way too cocky or something yeah. back at the time. So I, I love that he like came back and said that. Brendan Fraser just did some 
He did a movie called The Whale, and he is getting incredible yeah. buzz for that. Um, he Oscar literally buzz. put on 900 pounds for yeah, it. Yeah, he, he became a 600-pound man. Alan's favorite actor is Will Ferrell, so obviously he likes uh, comedy. Uh, how about Jim Carrey? Later in life, he started doing the non-goofy stuff. But Give me one example of one that wasn't any that was that good. wasn't goofy. I can't. No, I you said that I, was good. Yeah, that was. I can't. Good. I thought the cable guy was a little disturbing. Yeah, he was still kind of the same guy, but it was a more darker tone. Yeah, it was a darker tone, but I I, I just thought it was there. dark. You know, one of my all-time favorite movies was The Mask. It was a terrible movie, but oh, it's not a terrible. It's movie. not it's a terrible movie. movie. No, I mean, how can I you not it. just love Cameron Diaz? Somebody stop me smoking. Somebody stop me! All the catchphrases. Smoke. Well, this was another great hour of radio. Thanks for uh, joining us for this, uh, Tony. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk NFL when we return. Can the Panthers make it two in a row? I also want to bring up, y'all probably might have mentioned this this week, Tony. For two teams on the opposite end of the country that aren't in the same division, that don't play every year, the Cardinals and Panthers have a rivalry. Dude, we play all the time. Like playoffs. Yeah. Like so playoffs. twice in the playoffs. We'll bring that three up. times in the playoffs. Uh and some big, like, memorable games. One Jake Delome's trying to forget. Yep. And uh we'll talk about it when we return PRL on a Hurricane Party Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. ECU football alum Dakota Marshall is the owner of First and Goal Hauling, and he has a fleet of dump trucks that can handle anything, dirt, asphalt, or stone and first with first and goal hauling it's a touchdown every time follow first and goal hauling on facebook today now let's head back in to pirate radio live here's your host clip rock back with you pirate radio live here on a friday as uh ian runs through north carolina and the east coast we got tony dunn carolinacatchronicles.com here chandler honeycutt cj schaefer shirley rhodes here on a hurricane friday edition of the program all right uh tony panthers in the wind column yes yes it's nice to not just be sad as i told chandler all you got to do is to win, get to win, 500 win. and to feel pretty good about yourself is beat the cardinals on sunday i mean it's happen. simple all of a sudden you're two and two and your whole world is open for you. The bugs stink, or at least until stink. next. You're right about that. Is uh, there is a strangely a pathway <laughs> uh, to win in the division, which is bizarre. And the other thing is, I think we're the highest scoring team in the division. It would make sense. And that well, I don't know that how that sense, <laughs> I don't know how that's even. I would possible. think the Falcons would be. Maybe honestly. it's the second highest. Let's look at those numbers real quick. Um, intern Pete. Um, Pete. He. Uh, pointed this out to me last week this is before we beat the saints 
And he said after the Saints game, the Panthers. Can you speak into the mic? I mean, I know you're not here a lot on Fridays, but this this is how we do it on Fridays. Sorry. Uh, A lot of nonsense so far. We're finally talking about actual football. But uh, the next five games for the Panthers is against, well, now four, is against teams that made the playoffs last year. Mm. The next next three games are at four o'clock. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. That is pretty weird. That is that not weird for us for us, our our post games. Our next late. two games, including Sunday, at home against the Cardinals, and then the next week uh, on the road against the Rams. No, at home against the 49ers. Oh, both of them are at four o five kickoff time. And then the third one's in L.A., so that's got to be 405, too. That is 405. 425. Uh, No shocker here. I was right. The Falcons have the most points in the NFC South. Panthers are second. Tony, the Panthers also second in points allowed in the South because the Saints have given up 68. The Falcons have scored 80 and allowed 81. Oh, my goodness. Through three weeks. How many points have the Bucks given up? Five-second game. Name a number. 62. So it'd be about twenty a week, twenty one a week. Chandler, what do you say? About fifty five. Uh, how about twenty seven? Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a look at these numbers because they gave up. What? They gave up three to Dallas. That helps. Yeah. And then they gave then up the ten. And then when they lost, they gave up fourteen. So that is. Uh, they are playing some defense and looking for some offense down there in Tampa. Uh, Sounds like the Panthers. Speaking of offense, offense still struggled last Stinks. week. Thanks. I told Chandler that dude that ran in the touchdown, the defensive player, was hauling ass. Marquise Haynes. Yeah. He's a fast dude. Are you sure he's not a wide receiver? Like He was flying, dude. He's our little new Mario Addison. Yes. You know, it's yeah. just a guy that's a late, late bloomer. Yeah. Hopefully they put him in now because Yurter Gross Matos had that terrible penalty where he slammed Jameis Winston down while he was like two seconds after he threw the ball, and so then Marquise Hain comes comes in and kind of I guess because they benched YGM for being a dummy, and uh, he shows what he can do. He's a vet. I mean, he's like 30, 28, something like that. Just the same story as Mario Addison, kind of languishing on the pra- from the practice squad to. You know, trying to find a start and roll around the league, and boom. Cardinals are weird. You could look at them going into the year saying this is a definite playoff team. You could look at them and say, eh, Kingsbury, Murray, I'm not sold on them. Now they sit here one and two, and you can kind of say the same thing, right? They are a frantic comeback away from being 0 and 3. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're bad. In the Raiders. They're so bad. You, you got them in the bad category. Yeah, there's only two good things about them, and that is Kyler Murray and Hollywood Brown. Hmm. Like, that's it. Okay. Man, their defense is horrendous. Their secondary and their linebackers are are bad. They have no pass rush, and they can't run the ball. So it is just, it's Kyler Murray, go out there and do your thing. You're, be a little magic, little video game player out there running around. What do you do to him? Do you blitz him, or do you spy him? No, or? I think you try to keep him in the pocket. He struggles when when you have when he has to s- s- kind of over the middle of the field because he can't see very well. Yeah. So he likes to ro- like roll to the left or right yeah. of the pocket, how- and he's really dangerous when he does that spin. You know, you how get close easy- to him, and he does the spin, and then he's. How gone. easy is it to keep him in the pocket though? The way he plays football. The way he plays football is not easy. I think he had a sixty or seventy yard run against us last time we played two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
No, I mean, he's he's incredible. And if you go and watch the Cardinals game last week against the Rams, they played a tough Rams team. Um, you know, just struggled against the offensive line. But he does everything right. He just, like, drops back. He picks the blitz, comes. He just throws, zings it out to the side. He He's really good. And uh, the problem, though, continues with Kyler Murray and just his, like, demeanor, his personality, his leadership ability, I guess, is what people uh, – you know, I hate to say that, but because – I don't know how good how good of a leader I would be in many cases, but he did throw James Conner under the bus, and he said, uh, "Like, hey, when you play with me, you got to be ready for things to go different and be ready at all the time." Because James Conner, he threw this like swing pass to him and hit him in the back of the head, and he like wasn't even looking. And I don't know, but you know, it's kind of the things like you don't say it, you think it. Um. But they can't run the ball, so it's just Kyler Murray. If we can stop Kyler Murray and Hollywood Brown, we're straight. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see what I just Googled? No. Yes. Um, Michael says it is possible for the Panthers to have a path to the playoffs and win the division because all the teams in the NFC South is dumpers, dumpers juice. Now... I think he meant dumpster Is juice. Is it dumpster juice? Yeah. Is that the term? Yeah. All right. I like that just term. crap it. The... Oh, I get what it means. <laughs> and I like it. I don't know if the bugs are necessarily dumpster juice. Well, no, they're just so banged up right now. They're like a trash. At the receiving core, specifically. They're like a fresh trash bag thrown in the dumpster. Yeah. Like you could take it out and not get it. It's still got easy. some juice on it, though, now. <laughs> oh, it's got some dumpster juice <laughs> on it now, but it was clean when you threw it in the dress. Yeah. All right. Now I'm I'm on board. All right. Um Cardinals, let's go ahead and get to our picks. Cardinals Panthers. I have not gotten a Panthers game right so far this year. Oh, can we Yeah, what you got? Can we talk about this Bengals Dolphins game? We can. Yeah. Um Yeah. Really stinks because if Tua stays in, I think the Dolphins actually are, can hang around and make this game interesting. Um on top of that, do, are you? This is the same type of injury that Tua had last week when he fell, yeah. right? Like he well, he hit his head down, on the turf. Hit, yeah, hit his head. Then he gets up and he does the woozy leg. There's some sort of disconnect there because the the thing that they wanted to say and what they did say was it was back spasms. Where you look at that and it's like you don't do that. But do you think if this I, turn- I don't buy that because I have suffered from back spasms and the, my first instinct, yes, my knees will buckle when I have one, but my first instinct is to reach around and grab my back. And he didn't do that. And he to passed me, out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think even what is crazier about it is not what happened last week and then maybe because he comes back, helps them win that game. Um, but I think if this turns out to be a concussion this week, which I think they said it was, is that is that building on like a poor decision making last? You know, because you're like it's really your second concussion. You're still vulnerable. In five days. Yeah. Well, who's gonna Who's gonna penalize them other than the public? The NFL could. Isn't that, I mean they is already that, go after the Dolphins. I mean they've taken the number one draft pick away from them already this year. Was the NFL in on these decisions when it comes to doctors and stuff? I guess it's and protocol. It's just so strange to me how the concussion stuff now. It's like COVID. It's like nobody gets COVID anymore. Like we're not stopping any football games. We're not testing. We're not doing any of that anymore. And we're not checking for concussions anymore either. 
and they used to you know like when the whole lawsuit and the movie came out the other will smith movie which i never saw concussion i didn't but uh you remember how i mean they were just so cautious and over it was just so overkill not overkill but they would have the guys on the with the binoculars looking to see if anybody and they still pull people and out Ryan of Fitzpatrick was talking about that last night about spotters in the stadium yeah and spotting all right we saw that he did something there that was very uncharacteristic and apparently last night the spotters did not do their job or whatever I don't think it's as high priority. Or on Sunday. I'm I think sorry. the optics were so there. I think all of the NFL loves to do things just for show. Oh, yeah. Like uh, you, the in racism and, and yeah. putting stickers on helmets. and. Ooh. So that was just the one thing I wanted to talk about from that Breast cancer month is coming up. Stinks. We'll seeing some pink. I had Tua in one of my fantasy leagues. Goes down. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, man, why don't you don't think the Dolphins make that a game? Uh, last night was much? just set up for them to lose. The line said that the Bengals were four point favorites. Like, yeah, they, they would have it would have been a good fourth quarter, I guess. Teddy did great until he didn't. Until that interception. He threw maybe the longest pitching catch he's ever had. To Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, he looked better on that deep ball than Tua looked on his deep balls. Tua was throwing some punts, but I like their offense. He was uh, uh, he was thrown in some tight windows, um, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I just felt like that game was set up to Dang be it. a Bengals victory last I night. I've been on this Dolphins train. Oh, me too. Yeah. I am still on it, and I picked them to lose last night. Yeah, but that's just Smart. what. And I and I told uh, my friend last night we were watching the guys. I said this is where Teddy thrives, coming off the bench. Mm. Where, where and he he looked, he looked good for a yeah. while. Uh, what were his numbers? I didn't write him on the sheet. All I wrote was Burrow. 287, two touchdowns. Tyree Kill, 10 for 160. Uh, last night, Teddy Bridge was 14 to 23, 193. Touchdown and then a bad pick, uh, which was the... Uh, Steal the deal. Yep, the nail in the coffin. All right, Cardinals versus Panthers. I love how I spelled Cardinals. I know. Cardinals. Um Man, I don't want to do this, but I'm taking the Panthers at home. Chandler, you took the Panthers last week. I took the Panthers last week, and I'm not going to take them this week. I'm going to go Cardinals on the road. Wow. I'm going to take the Cardinals, too. Uh, CJ? I will take the Cardinals, not confidently, but I'll take them. I'm 0-3. I'm not confident about it. 0-3 picking Panthers games this year, so that's a good sign for you, Tony. I think I heard that uh, Cliff Kingsbury is six and one when he's a road dog. Sounds about right. Which is pretty good. And uh, hide your. Uh, is that me? Oh my oh, god! Uh, oh my Chandler. god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Sorry. What? Nothing. He got on me one time. No. It's, it's an inside. Joke. It's a reference. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I still look. I got. We got that win last week, and that's great. Love this defense, man. But Baker Baker Mayfield, I just I don't expect to don't win many love, more games. I don't love anything about this team. I think our defense is mid. I have had a very controversial. Mid? You thing. say that? Did he just You're say too mid? old to say that, Tony. Did I he did. just say mid? No yeah. cap. You're too old. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, bet. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I but no, I don't think our defense is great. Uh I think it's okay. I it's think good. that the same is look, is that in the first quarter we still gave up some big runs to Kamara early on and it continues to say, like, hey, if these guys weren't playing from behind, 
would they have been able to run the ball more effectively? I'm glad that the Cardinals can't run the ball at all because then that's good for us because we don't have a very good run defense. But our offense is so atrocious right now. Is like I don't know how we can be. Look, that that win was just good because it was the W. That was it. I I can't believe y'all were that bad on offense. I just think an offense with McCaffrey and more and should be McCaffrey is strangely hurt now. Are we using this as a? Are we trying to say he's not going to play to make them prepare a different way and then we're going to play him? It's one thing. The other thing is I'm stupid enough again in prize picks to try to. I'm picking Baker on the more. On passing yards this week because I'm like, hey, he has to get over 195 at that, some point this season. Number is just gonna keep dropping, and you're yeah. gonna keep taking. The yeah, total that's time. what I'm yes. doing, man. It's the law of averages, but cook, gosh, he's been uh, awful. Well, Tony is down on the Panthers. They just beat the Saints, which tells me you got to be down on the Saints right now. I am, but I don't trust the Vikings. Yeah, you don't. You didn't trust them last week. You had the Lions winning, and they were winning late in the fourth quarter. And they lost. And they lost. Dang it. The Queen Elizabeth Bowl. I like uh, Tony. Uh, I like giving Tony scores from last Sunday on that, Friday. That I don't <laughs> even pay attention to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will take the Vikings on the road this, here. Well, this game in London. It's in London. Oh, the Queen also Elizabeth Bowl. on the road road. Everybody's on the road road. Yeah. So I'll you, take the Vikings. All right. Chandler. I'll go Vikings. I'll see the last three plays of this game. Yeah, same. Uh, did you see where Andy Dalton might be getting the start for the Saints? I uh, did not. No, well, and I don't, I'm and definitely I, taking the Vikings. They have no I, chance uh, without you. I saw Jameis. something today about potential. Andy Dalton set to start for the Saints. Well done. Jameis Winston, doubtful. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings, CJ. Because he's in pain. Vikings for me. All right. We go, uh, oh, by the way, standings. Uh, Chandler, 26 and 18. Should have started with you. Yeah. Tony and CJ, 24 and 20. And I'm an embarrassing 19 and 25 picking game straight up. That is uh, that is awful. That is dumpster juice. <laughs> dumpster juice. No cap. Mid. Bet. Mid, you are so mid at picking games. Oh, he's below mid. I'm cashed. Uh, Browns at Falcons. Chandler. This is a uh, trap game. It's a tricky one. It's a trap. Are the Browns good enough where you could call it a trap? Ooh. Am is Miles Garrett playing? Oh wait, Tony! I think it's time for another edition of Trap Game or Crap Game. Trap Game or Crap Game? <laughs> what do you got? This is a crap game. <laughs> All right, uh, Chandler, make the pick. Give me the Dirty Birds at home. Okay. Oh, nice. I think this is an easy one. I think just when you start to get excited about the Falcons is when they blow it. I Give agree. me the Browns. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with the Browns here. I'm not going to be tricked. Browns. Uh, All right. Uh, ugh, Another uh, uh, This is an game. awful game Commanders and Cowboys CJ Good dad game Yeah I'm gonna go Cowboys <laughs> Alright Tony Why And it's the NFL I remember Tony Collins Sitting here yesterday Why are the Bengals favored What The Dolphins are all Look awesome And I said Tony It's the NFL Flip a coin man hey, Tony's reasoning was The records so my question right now is, That's why would reasonable. anybody see this Commanders team play and pick them to win at Dallas? Why? Because it's the NFL. That's the only reason you could give. Yeah, I'm picking the Cowboys. This yeah. Carson Wentz is about to get smushed. Yep. Cowboys at home. I'm taking the Cowboys. And what about this quarterback? Kipper Rush? What about him? He's been phenomenal. 
Like if you watch, I mean, he's making throw. Did that that pass that CD Lamb dropped that touchdown pass? I mean, this guy is. I wonder if this is Kellen Moore. Is that who the Kellen court? Moore, former cover of NCAA football? Really for Boise State? Yes. Wow. The clip's shaking his head. Uh, at the same time, I just thought he's been playing incredibly well for a guy I'd never even heard of. Uh, Chandler, you're wrong. The Boise State quarterback had a long last name, right-handed guy. Uh, Kellen Moore was a lefty. Ooh, it's not. It's uh, Jared Zembrowski. Is that his name? Yeah, but I, man, I thought Kellen Moore was on the cover. I know you did, and you said he did, but you were wrong because it's Jared Zabransky. Oh, I also like when you guys were trying to name, uh, like Refrigerator Perry's first name, which I would have never gotten, and you were like, I was about to say. Billy and I was like, wait a second, you just did say Billy. Because <laughs> like, every time he kept saying, I was about to say <laughs> Zach, and you're like, you just said it. <laughs> um, what are you going to talk about a player? Noah Browski. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty good. Who's- okay, good input. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that all you want to say? Is he's he pretty? He's pretty good. <laughs> is he better than Cooper? Noah, Rush? Noah, Noah Brown. Uh, he's not mid. Who is Noah <laughs> Brown? Noah Brown? You don't know Noah Brown? No. What's wrong with you? Cowboys receiver. Oh. Cowboys suck. They do. They stink. I'm taking them. Actually, no. Nah, they're they're not bad, actually. Their they defense have a, is pretty good. Yes, their defense is good. They still have a run. Zeke still got some juice in the tank. Tony yeah. Pollard's got juice, and it ain't dumpster juice. <laughs> yeah. What is it, man? What, if it's not dumpster juice, what kind of juice is it? It's like a healthy fruit juice. Like an apple juice. Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks at Lions, Tony. Tony. Uh, Lions. Don't blow this, Lions. Like, win, I know. Go win I mean, this can game. we finally be good? Go win this game. Oh, um, I'll take the Lions. Give me uh, Dan Campbell and the boys. CJ. This is the game they should win, then I think they will. The Lions. Oh, Ugh. I thought he was going to say. That, just, right that makes me lose. nervous. Makes me really nervous. Uh, although they were favored against Washington and won that one. Should I take Seahawks? What do you mean? Yeah, you already took the Falcons. Didn't you already pick the Lions? I did, but it makes you nervous, so I was going to ease it up for you. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How does that make Are you any doing less this? Nervous? I'm in first place, you're in last thing? Don't Ooh, do that to me. I've done that every year. In fact, do it to me. Yeah. yeah. Take and the seat. No, no. I'm this not. is how I let Clip back in the game each year. Get cocky over there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. That, you're going to regret that moment in time right there. We're going to go back to this tape. Are you giving me the Seahawks? No, you picked the lines, but you're going to regret bringing this up. You're going to rue the day, yeah. my friend. Rue the day. You just a clip on a, hot, on a heater. I am so focused He's now. He's just on a heater right now. He's been playing around with kids' play, child's play, letting us hang around been, in here. I've been making dinosaurs t- with Play-Doh. He does this to I've been me every year, Chandler. I do the same thing because mm-hmm. I'm up by 12 games. And I'm like, oh, I think I can nail this. And I didn't need to. I just needed to stay above 500. <laughs> I'll have a 3-13 and 13 week or something. Uh, I'm going to rude the day. Titans at Colts. Titans! Both of these teams showing signs of life last week. Oh, I was going to say, both of these teams also stink. Correct. This is a tough game for me. It's a like, tough game for all of us. I'm going to... I don't want to pick another road... T- all I, last week, I just went road team, road team, road team. 
I was I was going to say I think the Titans do good in Indianapolis, but I said that the Saints struggled in Carolina <laughs> last week. So yeah. I I mean I want to say in recent years Titans have succeeded in Indianapolis. Let's um, look it up. Let's look it up. I'm going Titans on the road. No, no, whether or not they're good there or not. So the Titans at Indy. Titans won last year. At Indy, Titans won two years ago. At Indy, Titans won three years ago. Oh, three wow. straight in Indy, Chan Man, Man of Chan. Okay, I'll, I'll go Titans for sure. I'm taking the Colts. Me too. All right, Colts. CJ. This is a tough one for me, but I'll take the Titans. It's tough, Jeff. I don't, I don't really think either team is, like Tony said, they're not really that good. Are these teams fighting to keep pace? Well, technically, yes, they are. But all year long, 2022, are these teams just trying to be second to the Jaguars? Because if we're saying both these teams stink, are we saying the Jaguars are going to win the South? Are we ready to say that? Right now, mm. yes. That's a good question. One of these teams, the Titans and the Colts, has to prove to us that their start was bad and that they're better than the start. Well, are you we aware don't know of what the Colts did last is. week? Yeah, they, they, they won. The Chiefs. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm not saying. Enough. No, because uh, some people think it was just the Chiefs being asleep. Uh, Titans beat the Raiders last week. Which the Raiders are 0-3. Yeah. And they are a mess. All right. uh, We got some other games coming up. Bills at Ravens is the game of the week. I think Jaguars-Eagles is a sneaky contender for game of the week. Jaguars-Eagles? Yeah. Mm. I think it's going to be a good game. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make more picks with Tony Dunn at Carolina CatChronicles.com when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The sidebar in Uptown Greenville is open and ready to serve you. The Tex Mex Fusion Restaurant offers dinner and Sunday brunch from 10 30 to 2 30. Located right next door to the Dickinson Avenue Public House, the sidebar has indoor dining and patio seating for everyone to enjoy. For the latest on reservations, menu items, and more, follow the sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, picking some NFL games here on a Friday. Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast. Um, awful, awful, awful game here. Justin Fields. The Bears are the worst 2-1 team in NFL history. Justin Fields has yet to complete uh, 10 passes in a game. He has 8, 7, and 8. Oh, my goodness. He has yet to throw for over 125 yards. He's got 121, 70, and 106. My God. I was just thinking that the Panthers had the worst offense no. in the NFL, and it turns out they don't. No. Uh, Fields. And they're 2-1? and one? Two touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah, that sloppy, mm. rainy game against the. That Flyers. was a weird one, and then they uh, they beat the Texans last week. Wow, 
so uh they are terrible they're uh, sleepy like this show is sleepy today i am uh, we're just trying to we got senioritis today uh, it's the rain dude the giants uh oh, it's the giant i'm picking the giants the, who also this they're is not a, good either this is the thing this is what i was trying to talk about with the panthers is like i'm excited that we got a win and if we go and get one and can build a little bit of momentum against the cardinals then i might get a little bit more excited but with the offense not kicking at all and then the teams that we've lost to are not good either you know what i'm saying and the giants yeah. are bad yeah, they're just not that good at all, and yeah. the Saints aren't that good. But well, maybe you won't play good teams this year. Well, that's what. Well, I mean, there's not many in your division. The next four made the playoffs last year. You just said the Cardinals aren't good. I don't think they're good. Okay. But the Rams are good. They're pretty good. The Ravens are good. They're good. Forty Niners. Uh, the Forty Niners. They're good. They're good. They can't score. Uh another language when is off is offense gonna pitch should we pick the unders early on and yeah i don't know year, there's been some awful quarterback play this year yeah last year there were overs all for the first six weeks is everybody scoring over 50 points a game so remember go. so but this year it's been under cycle under. i think so hmm. uh chandler let me go giants at home Dude, I would love to see the Bears win this and go to three and one with the worst team in the NFL. And Troy D just be loving it. Is Justin Feels really bad? Yes. Is that just what it is? Do you want to go go over his stats again? No. I mean, I heard I him eight, him nine, again. eight. Is he bad? Go over his stats again. And I don't know how much they're asking him to do or whatever, but name one of the, name one receiver on their team. It doesn't matter. That's he hasn't completed ten name, passes in a game yet. He hasn't gone over one hundred and twenty-five yards. You can't even name a receiver on his own team. <laughs> Darnell Moody's not that bad. Yeah, that's who I was going. That's the only one I know. They have that's uh, terrible. Amon Ra's brother. Oh yeah, Equin, Equinimus. Equinimus. Yeah, from Notre Dame. Ah, uh, CJ. He's picking I, the Giants. No, I'm going there. Yeah! I'm going there. Justin Fields breakout game. I think it's happening. Bear down. Bear down. All right, sneaky good game here. I think the Jags fight with the Eagles. I do, too. Um, I'm still kinda, picking the Eagles. I kind of want to pick the Jags. I can't keep doing this Eagles non-believer thing because I do think they're for real, so I'll take the Eagles. Chandler. I told you the, the Eagles, Eagles are, good. are good. Give me the Eagles. Uh, CJ. I don't think there's anything sneaky about it. I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Eagles will win, but wouldn't shock me at all if it's close. Can Travis Etienne please do more? James Robinson. I man. know he is incredible. Yeah. Uh, Jets at Steelers. Awful game. Awful. This awful is a game. No, sorry a dad game. Yeah, this awful. is a great dad game. But is Zach Wilson back this week? He, he is. is. He's the. Is he the best quarterback playing in this game? Yeah, I think that's an argument. You can make an argument either it's a way. Low there. bar, but sure. Yeah, it's a total low bar. It's what do you think about Trubisky? Is he that bad? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he also doesn't get any help from the all staff at all. I don't think so, but I also think George Pickens is open a lot more than. Oh, do the- you see him getting upset on the sidelines? Yeah. Well, he made the greatest catch in the history of football. Yes, he no, did. it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't good. a touchdown. It wasn't a touchdown. It wasn't a yeah. touchdown. He did, wasn't a touchdown and they, he didn't score. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he didn't score and they didn't win. It was a <laughs> terrible grab. Terrible. Uh, Too boy. bad. I'll take the Too Steelers bad. to win by a field goal in overtime. Boswell field goal wins it. This is a crappy. This is a 14 to 11 game. It's going to be a crap shoot. I'm taking the Jets on the road. 
I'm taking the Jets too. I'm going Jets. <laughs> I'm going. No, I'm going Clip Jets. Just won. No, I didn't. Uh, I'm. I'm freaked out now. Hang it up. Game of the week: Bills at Ravens. There'll be some points in this one, Tony. I think the Ravens can win. This. I'm going Ravens. Of course they can, but they won't. I'll take the Bills. I'm going Ravens. Bills don't lose two in a row. I'm taking Bills. All right. I'm going Bills too. What did you just set Chandler up? Did he go Ravens? Yeah, yeah. I'm going Ravens. Yeah, I did. Second, set him up. Good move. Chargers at Texans. Uh, Chargers. Chargers. This is our survivor pick. We started with 451 entries. We are down to 54 after three weeks. Wow. Yeah. And y'all are a team. And myself, Tony Collins, Troy D. Ellerby. This is y'all's actual survivor pick? This is our pick. They wanted to go Dolphins last night. I told them they were crazy. Oh, yeah. Talked them out off that Thank ledge. God. I'll take the Chargers. Chandler, you took the Chargers? Yeah. CJ? I'll take the same. All right. And you can't pick a team twice. Is that what you're in that? Yeah. Okay. Um, the only... What do you got? I was going to say what you were about to say. Go ahead. Well, let's say it in alternating words. The, the all, alternating words. Uh, the... The... God. Only. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The only game that has a spread over a touchdown. Touchdown is Patriots at Packers. God, that was brutal. Look at look at Clip's hair. Look at I'm just God. I'm, I'm ready. Even to go. his hair is stressed out. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hit. I'm ready to get my boat and and go home i'm ready to take my horse down to old town road uh, i'll take the packers yeah all right and the only reason it's because of mac jones because mac jones cry baby no. mac jones it would still be it would still be over a touchdown it would be no. seven six seven and, and a half. half uh we all packers, want packers 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 i don't think brian hoyer is you're that going, much worse than mac jones you're going Packers. all right well, i don't uh, think the patriots are that good I don't think the Packers are like. I don't think any of these teams are good. Broncos, the NFL, like the, the NFL just, sucks this year. Broncos week four suck. might be the worst week of NFL football. Broncos or Raiders? You know who else sucks? Russell Wilson. I'm sucks. taking the Raiders. The Broncos stink. I'm not taking a bite of his sub. I don't want any part of the Broncos. I'm I don't. I don't want any part of his sub. His subway sub. I have not seen this yet. You ever done anything dangerous? <sighs> this, this is a dangerous sandwich. Mm. This, it's very dangerous. Mm. Give me the Raiders. That sounds on brand. I'm taking the Broncos. CJ. Raiders get on the board with a win. Chiefs at Bucks Sunday night football. I like the Chiefs on the road here. Coming off a loss. Chiefs bounce back. Both teams coming off a loss. I picked the Bucks last week, and that was not fun to watch them play. I will take the Chiefs this week. I'm on the Chiefs, too. Wow. We are donezo with Brady. And Monday night football, Rams at Niners. Jimmy G looked awful last week uh, the plays suck man this what'd he say i don't think that, all these plays stink. all this guy's plays suck i don't know if that's what he said that's exactly what he said i listened to jim Rohn earlier this week and apparently a professional lip reader said that that's what he said <laughs> rack him rack him rack him <laughs> give me back my son give me back my son fat rams at niners i'll take the rams Boy, you, I mean, what's worse than having a bad quarterback, a bad play caller giving the bad quarterback bad plays? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan's not a bad play caller, though. He's not. 
he is awesome at what he does. I know. But it turns out his all his plays. That stop. can be what he said. He had Debo wide open on a little wheel against the linebacker. He, that's what he could have said because he almost cussed, but he screwed up. So he's blaming it on the coach. If he really said that. And he, I don't know. He's I mean, such a bum. I told y'all Garoppolo was a bum. He is a giant bum. He's not good. Give me the Rams. I hate Jim. Oh, I was hoping. How many times do you think a player screwed up on a play and said, man, that's a terrible play call? But you're right. You just opened my eyes. But I still don't know if that's what he said and, and in the context of things. But I tell you, Tony Collins will say that's a terrible play call. <laughs> that he will. Uh, a little shock treatment for Jimmy G. <laughs> uh, CJ. Like literal shock. Like I think he wants him to get out there with a cow yeah. thing. Or like a shock collar. Yeah. <laughs> Rams. Chandler. Uh, Rams, please. Tony. Rams. All right. Picks are in. Tony, uh, Friday was... night free-for-all. Yes. yes. How did the uh, simulation go? I Man. didn't watch it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I had the other guys cover it. I have, I've been busy. This is my wife's birthday weekend, so Ooh. we've been hanging out. Happy birthday, of... Miranda. Yeah. How do you feel about a late post-game on Sunday? Um, Kind of bummy? Yeah, a little bit. But at least I get to watch the ones. I know. That's why I was telling Chandler. He doesn't like the 4 o'clock. So I'm kind of there with you, but... You get to enjoy your one o'clock window where the most games are. So and then not have to enjoy it, buddy. Uh, focus on my Panthers. And enjoy it, man. <laughs> Great. <laughs> enjoy your one o'clock window. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tony. We will see you next week. All right. See you then. Be safe. Happy birthday, Miranda. Keep pounding. Stay dry. Um, we will take a break. And by the way, oh, we forgot to do this. Shirley, open up the booty bag because we're getting out of here. We got our last hour recorded. We got to give away a case down the KTA's red zone. A case of Bud Light Seltzer to caller number four right now. 317-1250. Must be 21 or older. Have not won on the show in the month of September. We're giving away that case right now. 317-1250. We will uh, see you on the other side of this timeout. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Need some beer for the weekend? The Jarvis Street Bottle Shop near Christie's Europub is a specialty shop selling craft, domestic, and import brews, along with wine and growlers. The bottle shop offers monthly beer and wine tastings featuring rotating North Carolina craft breweries along with live music and discounts. Stop by Tuesday through Sunday or check out the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday, hour three. Earlier today, uh, we caught up with Morgan Ehlers. If you'd like to see the video of this interview, you can check it out right now. Facebook, YouTube, it is available to you. Uh, we chatted with Morgan uh, around 1.30, talk pirate football and more. Let's hear that conversation right now. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line, talk to Morgan Ehlers, who joins us on the program today. Hello, Morgan. 
Good afternoon, Clip. Hope you guys are staying dry. It's uh, kind of nasty outside, but you know, not as bad as it could have been. And prayers and thoughts go out to everybody down in Florida that took a direct hit by this crazy storm. It is a giant storm, and uh, we are feeling some effects today here on a Friday. How about the team, Morgan? I believe it was a two o'clock scheduled flight. Does that uh, did they change those plans, or is that still a go? I think they bumped it up just a little bit. Um, I think the team left probably one o'clock, okay. twelve thirty, one o'clock. I know they were heading over there right around twelve o'clock to the airport, and uh, I got a text. It said prayers wanted. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so they will be making the trip to Boca Raton, Florida, and not Tampa, as uh, East Carolina was able to have a normal week of practice. Hopefully, a normal safe flight, and then I'll uh, be ready to go coming up two thirty on Saturday. USF had things uh, moved around on their end. Morgan had to uh, evacuate the Tampa area, so they have had a um, an odd week, I guess, getting ready for this football game. But, uh, you know, should be both teams should be ready to go, I would imagine, coming up tomorrow at 2.30. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, East Carolina, they, you know, it's the flight down there might be a little bumpy. I don't think they're making a direct route yeah. down to Boca Raton. I think they're sort of going west and then going south and sort of trying to skirt the, the effects of it, so... I guess once you get going up and, you know, getting over the clouds, it's not so bad. But uh, kind of bumpy, but I think they'll get down there and hopefully get settled in tonight and have a, a great game tomorrow and hopefully come out of there with a pirate win. Need to bounce back, and I think they will, but, man, a step back last week against Navy where it felt like things were going in the right direction uh, offensively for East Carolina. And not a lot of run game last week outside of a Rajay Harris uh, 41-yard run. Uh, you had a Rajay fumble. You had Ayler's interception at the end of the uh, of regulation, and just felt like East Carolina was still going to come out with a win there. Didn't do it, and now uh, sitting two and two, Morgan. But uh, this team has shown they've been resilient coming out of losses. I think, uh, and I hope tomorrow will be the same. I, I think they will. I think they've had a really good week of practice. I mean, I think they were disappointed, they were hurt, and I think they were more ticked off than anything else but that you know didn't they didn't come out of there with a win last week and uh hopefully they will bounce back tomorrow you know south florida is a good football team they've got a lot of transfers in jerry bohannon the quarterback for south florida is uh very multi-dimensional in what he can do he when he was at baylor and he's shown that this year uh you know so i think they've got to really do a good job of containing him uh, i do think the pirates are going to be able to move the football tomorrow whether it's on the ground or in the air and hopefully they'll have keith mitchell back uh, you know, we'll see, and uh, I think it's going to be a good day for the Pirates. I really do. I think they're they're focused on what they need to do, and they know what their season goals are, and their the goals are still in front of them. You know, they can you know still they control their own destiny. And I don't think there's anybody in the conference that's going to go undefeated this year. I don't think there is a Cincinnati in the conference this year uh, from last year when they you know they ran the table and made it to the the Final Four. Um, you know, I think the the Pirates are in a good situation. They just have to go out there, take one game at a time, as they say, and take care of business tomorrow. Holden Naylor's on the year, nine touchdowns, three interceptions. You mentioned Bohan and Morgan, one of the strangest stats in college football right now. USF, the only team in the country without a passing touchdown. No touchdowns, six picks for Bohan on the year. Some of that uh, injury-related last week with uh, his best weapons out. But, man, that is uh, – that's probably going to change tomorrow. I mean, he is due for a touchdown. We'll see. This East Carolina defense has been good. But, man, that's a crazy stat four games into a season. 
It really is. Uh, you know, last year when uh, Bohanna was at Baylor, if you go back and look, he didn't have the best completion percentage. You know, his strength is, you know, trying to extend plays. And when he went out for Baylor, uh, I think late in the season, they, it hurt them a little bit. But, um, you know, it's again, it's a matter of, you know, our defense keeping uh, still playing the way they played all year. They played really, really well. You know, they can't give up the big play, and that's what's hurt us a little bit at times. Um, but for the most part, you know, our defense has played pretty good, and so is the offense. You know, if you know, you look at it on paper, we're again, we're two and two, but we're six points away from being four and zero, and that makes you know, that's a big difference. And uh, you know, again, they've got to go down there. They've got to focus on the job and task at hand tomorrow, and and you know, go out there and and beat the people that you got to take care of each, each and every Saturday. And I think they've got a good shot of that tomorrow. I don't think with with the game being played in Boca. Uh, you know, the Tampa fans probably aren't going to make make the trip. You know, they usually have a pretty good crowd in Tampa. It's it, you know, it's played at Raymond James Stadium uh, for the home games, and uh, you know, obviously, I you know, there'll be some folks down there, but it won't be nearly the crowd it would have been at, at Tampa. And uh, hopefully, East Carolina can go down there and, and come out of there with a big W. Morgan Ayler's joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line, and a special guest has joined us in studio. Uh, Jared Plummer, not used to seeing him without a megaphone in his face, but he's popped by. What's up, Jared? Uh, you know, just in the area. Yeah, it's this uh, hurricane day for all of us, so I figured to come in. Come join our hurricane party. Why right? not? I, I was waiting for it. I heard the booze was here. Maybe it's in the <laughs> other room. I'll uh, we'll see Jared at all the home games. You going to any away games this year? Making any travel plans for football? Uh, not this year. No. Uh, nope. Uh, I mean, bowl. Okay. Get so, the yeah. bowl, bowl game ready. Yeah, you got it. Where are we going bowling this year, Morgan? Oh. Uh, don't know. I haven't even really looked. <laughs> Morgan Aylers will be there as well. Yeah, playing down there, Mike Houston addressed this earlier in the week, Morgan, too, that, uh, hey, a couple years ago they played in front of zero crowd, so uh, they should be ready. Not only that, coming off a loss, you would think they'd be able to create their own energy. They're going to have to for this game because it should be a pretty uh, pretty stale environment, I would think, down there. Yeah, yes and no. I, I think you'll have some folks that are maybe some USF fans that live in that area are going to be down there. I think it's a four-hour trip from, from Tampa. However, you got a lot of Pirate fans down in the Florida area. I mean, when we've been down there to South Florida, been down there twice since Holton's been playing, and, um, you know, there's always a good contingent of Pirate people down there. And just in the Florida area, you know, I know the last time I was down there, I saw Larry Shannon and a lot of the guys that, that – played at East Carolina in the years past that were from Florida because you got to remember Steve Logan, when he, when he was coaching here, he really went after the state of Florida. You know, the Chris Johnsons of the world are from Florida. Jeff Blake was from Florida. Uh, Larry Shannon, just to name a few. And there's a lot of pirate folks down there. And I think they'll make that trip to Boca if they can to, to see the pirates play. So, Maybe it even might be a, a, a small but loud contingent of pirate people. And Jared, you know some uh, pirate fans that might be there. Yeah, man, we got the we got some friends that live down in West Palm, and uh, we were able to reach out and get them some tickets. So yeah, there will at least be uh, four that I know of. <laughs> All right, <laughs> a loud pirate uh, cheering section coming That's right. up for saturday morgan uh looking at college football big one down in clemson south carolina between the Wolfpack and the tigers and top 10 matchup here nc state this is kind of what they've been east carolina had a chance to derail all this week one almost got it done couldn't do it but uh state has had this one circled so is clemson uh after last year revenge game for them so uh what do you think about this matchup coming up saturday i think it's going to be the tale of two really good defenses 
Uh, I think it's going to be the offense that makes the least mistakes because I don't think either one of these offenses, I know that uh, Clemson played Wake last week and, and won that game uh, barely, uh, but you know, I think NC State's offense, they were clicking last week against, uh, I think they played UConn, but other than that, they really haven't shown a whole lot this year. Whether they get it together against K.J. Henry and that, that Clemson defense is yet to be seen. I think that's the, that's the thing that, that Clemson will maybe have the advantage in the fact that they'll have 65,000, 70,000 people in Death Valley cheering them on. And the weather doesn't look too bad, maybe. They, they say the storm might be out by tomorrow afternoon, from what I saw, that uh, originally they were talking about you know three or four inches of rain around game time. But, uh, you know, the, the storm might have already passed through there by tomorrow night. Weather might be okay for that state-Clemson uh, game. And the winner of this game will be in the driver's seat uh, there in the ACC and potentially for a college football playoff. But, I mean, you just know if State does win this game, they're going to lose to somebody this year. Wake Forest or Boston College or somebody they shouldn't. So, uh, But, yeah, it should be a showdown coming up in Death Valley on a Saturday. Morgan, the Carolina Panthers picked up a win last week, and they keep that rolling against the Cardinals. The offense still didn't look good, but uh, they were able to win it with defense against the Saints last week. Yeah, Carolina, you know, you would think they would be better on on offense than they are. And just some of the play calling just makes you scratch your head a little bit about what they're trying to do. Uh, I would move, you know, they keep putting uh, Christian McCaffrey right in the backfield. Occasionally they move him around a little bit, and try to do something different. But he's not the biggest guy, and they just try to run him right up the middle a lot. I'm like, you know, he's got a, a history of injuries. Why are you trying to, you know, destroy your best weapon on offense? And, uh, again, scratch your head, but who knows with Carolina. You uh, you win any fantasy games? And if if not, I hope you're not blaming me for that. Fantasy? I am 3-0. and Yeah, all right. So you can give me some credit. Well, last night I, I had a pretty good night. I had Joe Burrow, Joey Mixon, and uh, uh, Higgins on my fantasy team. So I did okay. Well, there you go, Morgan. All right. Three players last night. The old man getting it done on the fantasy field. Good to hear. Hey. I will, I will give credit where credit's due. Before my fantasy picks, Cliff and I had a strategy session, <laughs> and uh, I got uh, Javante Williams and you know some of the guys that Cliff told me to get. I got them and three and zero, baby. <laughs> a real meeting of the minds there. <laughs> Speaking of which, Morgan uh, Dickie V, college basketball. Mike Schwartz's team had practice this week, and uh, we had a chance to talk to him. I know he's excited. Also. Uh, let's be patient with this uh a lot of first year guys coming in uh doesn't have the roster set like he will ultimately want it to be but i'm still uh, all that being said excited about some basketball coming up i am too and i was looking at the roster the other day about the the guys that came back and you know the new faces on the team i want to try to go over there this week and watch a practice or two just so i can try to figure out who's who when i have to call the games here in a month or so and uh I I don't know much about them. I'm just you know reading the reports from the other day in media day. I know they've got some some really good athletes out there, some guys that have played some big time basketball, and you know he's got a couple kids already committed for I think the next year's class that are supposed to be really really good. I've heard nothing about good things about Coach Schwartz and his staff, so I'm excited uh, about pirate basketball and, and looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun year, I think. I think it's going to take a little time, yeah, to get to to gel a little bit and. You know, get that that teamwork and 
Uh, they've got a couple road trips, I think. Those are the kind of times that when, when guys are together for you know, 24 hours a day, three or four days a week, on trips like that, that they can really bond and get to know each other away from just practices and classes at home because you're only around them for so long. But when you're on the road all together, that's when uh, good things tend to happen in basketball. Morgan Ellers will be on the mic at Menji's. He'll be back on the mic at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium coming up in a couple of weeks. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Morgan. Hopefully, and a good addition Thursday night of the high school huddle, but hopefully uh, back to normal on Friday night next week. I hope so. You know, we actually recorded the show yesterday morning and about 1230 yesterday afternoon, Shirley calls me and said, did you hear about Craven County? <laughs> uh, no, they just canceled all, ex- you know, you know, extracurricular activities. I'm like, oh, man. She said, what do you want to do? I said, just tell them it's been taped. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They'll play it eventually, and we've previewed, previewed the game already. We had an awesome run of uh, nice Friday nights here in Eastern North Carolina during high school football. We were due for a bad one, so hopefully uh, another nice one next week. Morgan, thanks for joining us, man. We'll uh, catch up with you again next week. Thanks a lot, guys. You have a great weekend. Uh, Jared Plummer, uh, he's going to pick up his home field apparel gear. Apparently, uh, Jared, we are, uh, we're influencers. Well, Did you know that? I didn't know that, actually. And yeah. to be honest with you, I was a little upset that how many people actually got this? They they sent my stuff to you. I mean, yeah. How did this happen? Uh, I know me, you, I go. I don't know who else. But uh, anyway, we have your package here that was sent here, and and we are very honest people. We could have taken it and said it got lost in the mail because you didn't even know it was being sent here. No, as a matter of fact, I, I sent them a message. He just said, "No, you sent it to the wrong place." Uh, I think I haven't received it. I think you need to send me more. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, so you're trying to, to get a little more, but uh, we got that for you. Uh, anything? Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, no, not a whole lot. Just trying to uh, trying to weather the storm. But no, yeah. truthfully, uh, it, it's, it's there's a lot move, a lot of moving parts in ECU athletics right now. Um, all for the good. Look, uh, certainly we, we could be four zero. Um, everybody knows that we've we've hashed that over. But in the end, man, look, I, I love what's happening right now with uh, with everything from Gilbert to look our chancellor. To, uh, to to Gilbert, to Mike Houston, all the positive there. Our defense, I think, is playing their tails off. Um, and uh, look, I mean, obviously, baseball, I'm a big baseball guy. Yeah. Love what's going on with baseball. And then uh, the excitement surrounding the shorts, the shorts era at ECU basketball. I'm excited to get back out there and excited for a loud Mengees. You know, a lot of people don't remember even the, the Harrian days. Those are so so passionate. Uh, yep. The fan base and um, and we're, we're, we just we want a winner. And you know the fans will support it. Earlier this week, uh, Sarah and Dick Bennett investing one million dollars in the Pirates Unite campaign, uh, the lead gift for the new baseball building expansion. So things always happening in that department. And was it last Thursday, Jared? You and the crew were out at a soccer game at Johnson yep. Stadium. I uh, saw they had a draw last night, but East Carolina soccer sitting on top of the AAC standings yeah, right get, now and getting votes for top twenty-five first yeah. time in history. And uh, look, I mean, just so many great. Great things happening right now. It's a, it's a good time to be a pirate. Exciting times. Jared, uh, thanks for popping in, man. You're welcome. Yeah, if you want to do a pop-in visit, just, you know, come on in. We'll, so we'll where, do I, a chair. where do I fill my W-2 for the, <laughs> the payment? You can go to Troy's yeah, office and uh, sign, fill out the paperwork. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Got more for you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. When we return, you'll hear from Brian North, WCTI 12. That's on the way. PRL on a Friday. Hurricane Party Edition. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open food. Uh, Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for boat owners. Country Mart filling you up with great food and your great engine. Oh, let me try that line again. Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back to the show clip. Guess what we're having Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate? Country Mart. Feud. Feud. We're having feud. We're having feud. And I'm excited for a uh, sausage dog, a cheese biscuit. Shirley requested some fat back. Because I'm a southern girl. Fat! So, uh, man, pumped up for Saturday's edition of the Bud Light pregame tailgate, 10.30 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio, getting you ready for the 2.30 kickoff. And we'll be with you after the game, U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. All right, uh, earlier today, we talked to Brian North, WCTI 12. He joined us on the Pit Electric live line. If you want to see the video uh, of that chat, you can do so on YouTube and Facebook. We'll hear that conversation right now. Let's head out to the Pit Electric live line, talk to Brian North, WCTI 12, host of The Blitz. Brian, and folks can call this a jinx if they want to, but... We knew it would happen. I kept commenting on the lovely Friday nights we were having here for high school football in Eastern North Carolina. Even you yourself said we were due. Uh, something's going to happen, and, and here we are, right? It happened. Yeah, and finally happened where we actually are getting the rain on Friday. How many times have we had games moved and Friday night's perfect? So uh, we actually finally got it right and uh, got all our football in for the most part. Uh, obviously, Conley. And Havelock and the three Carteret County games uh, had to be moved to Monday, but everybody else already has it in the books. Yeah, so uh, good to go for this week in high school football. Hopefully back to a normal Friday night and a normal night of the Blitz. But now uh, we will sit here and uh, have our hurricane parties and and see what's going to happen with this storm, Brian. And uh, kind of crazy when we follow these things. And I'm fascinated by the tracks and how they determine what's going to happen and uh what's it gonna do have a crazy loop and maybe come back here in the east i don't know but all that stuff is uh fascinating kind of worrisome and we just kind of sit back and watch and and hope for the best i guess this has been one of the crazier storms to track and no one's got it right it's kind of just had its own drunken mind made up (laughs) just gonna do what it wants to do and nobody can quite figure it out and now you look and ecu probably could be playing in tampa tomorrow you know tampa didn't get hit that hard and uh, when they were in the direct line of it before. So just uh, it's been really weird. Yeah, now it's back out in the Atlantic strengthening and keeps creeping north a little more and uh, could impact us a little bit more. So don't don't take your eye off the prize just yet here in this deal because um, it's still trying to meander and do some weird things. Yeah. So, uh, hoping we don't feel anything more than just uh, some good wind and rain, but you just never know with these storms. Yeah, Brian North joining us, Pit Electric Live Line, Northeast Carolina. Coming off the loss uh, last week against Navy, very disappointing. Had a chance, several chances to win it. Uh, turnovers, missed field goal, uh, just a, a recipe for a loss there when when the defense played well enough to win. That's about as good, Brian, 
would you say East Carolina's played Navy defensively in this series history? No, but there's not even it's not even close. Yeah. I think that's uh, uh, was obviously a winnable game because of the defense was able to handle the triple option so well and. And they gave up the one big pass play, but outside of that, uh, offense gives the, them a short field to score a touchdown, and and then uh, a chance to win the game. You turn it over again. So, uh, but no, that's is, and I think that's what that it was why it's so disappointing because there's been so many blowouts in that series, and and East News had so few chances to win. But this was the one year everyone expected it to finally happen, and it was right there for them to take. And look, give Navy credit; they were able to take advantage of it coming off the bye week and. Um, they were well-prepared, well-coached. Their defense did a, a really great job as well containing ECU's offense. So give them credit. Uh, it was just a matter of uh, they got a couple of breaks that, that uh, was in their favor, and, and they took advantage, and they get the win. But it's, it's interesting. ECU fans are so disappointed. I can remember a time when ECU fans would love to have a, a Navy game that close at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium because there hasn't been many of them. All about expectations, right? And East Carolina was a big favorite in that game and expected to win that game and, and had the ball into regulation. Holt Naylor's throws across the body. The uh, As I've said all week, the cardinal sin. And he knows it. I know it. You know it. The fans know it. And he still did it. And, they, you know, something he's got to live with. He's talked to us about it, talked about it post game. took the, the blame for the loss. But just one of those situations where – if he uh, decides to run or, or kind of just sit down there and then play for another play, uh, you had a chance to win it in regulation, but uh, but didn't do it, and, and here we are. And now, uh, you know, I, I think he's pretty good about playing the next play. I expect him and the offense to look a lot better on Saturday uh, coming off that loss to Navy. Uh, I would hope he would bounce back. You know, temptation is the hardest thing to deal with in life. He saw what he thought was an open receiver, and just that temptation overtook common sense and, and what he's been trained to do in that one instance. But Holton's been pretty good about bouncing back on these things. It's just been hard against South Florida. That's a, a team that ECU has struggled with through the years, and, and now you throw it all the logistics of having to change things around and flying around this storm, and, and you hope that ECU is able to concentrate on the task at hand and, and able to beat a team that really, for some reason, style-wise, they have not been able to match up with very well and south florida coming into this game one and three have not beat an fbs opponent they have played a bear of a schedule no doubt about that uh coming off a blowout loss to louisville again i'll mention it and this is not a jinx either people this is just a stat uh their quarterback does not have a passing touchdown all year i know he'll have one two probably three against east carolina that's the way it goes uh but that is a weird stat south florida the only team in the country brian without a passing touchdown through four weeks there you go and that's the graphic of uh, used to call it the graphic of death. <laughs> yeah, right. Parlance, but yeah, that that is. Yeah, this guy never misses a free throw. This kicker never misses. We know how it's going to happen, but hey, we we got to talk about it going into the game. Well, I like ECU's defense uh, if they're going to try and throw the ball a little bit more because uh, this ECU defense, they're just they've got some dogs in that back end. That Julius Wood has been really impressive to me uh, with the way he hits for his size. And, and they just got a lot of those guys who just fly around the football right now. And, and creating turnovers is something that Mike Houston really wants his defense to do and has done in the past. So um, if they can start getting creating turnovers, especially in that back end and keeping the passing game out of the end zone, that'll be a good thing. But um, I, I like the way this defense is set up a week in and week out. There's going to be a week or two where they don't play well, and you're going to need your offense to, to step up. But the improvement on defense has really been the hallmark here these last four seasons. Talking to Brian North, uh, Brian, NC State fans have 
kind of held their breaths to get to tomorrow they they passed the test against east carolina barely and maybe shouldn't have but they did week one they took down a texas tech team handled them pretty easily a pretty good team that has knocked off texas and houston already this year uh but this is the date that's been circled they get their prime time national game a chance to show that they are indeed for real uh, when they take on the Clemson Tigers coming up, Clemson number five in the country. How about Clemson last week showed enough offense uh, to to win the game? You know, I, I thought their defense would be able to to do pretty well, but that was a classic Wake Forest shootout. And kudos to Clemson for having enough offense to get it done. They got a a tough defense this week against NC State. So, uh, how do you handicap this one? What do you think about this matchup? Yeah, look, this NC State team is built to beat Clemson, right? I think Dave Doran has said within this division, they need what do they need to do to, to beat Clemson and to have a really stout defense and they've done a really nice job in building that and so it would not surprise me if NC State goes down into Death Valley and does beat Clemson with that strong defense but then, typically NC State would probably turn right around and lose to Florida State and, and to, to Wake Forest within that division because I don't know if they're set up to beat them as well but uh, this is their, their Super Bowl coming up here and so They'll put all their eggs in, and it'll be a heck of a game. I don't know if they will win, but I think it'll be a really close game. I still am not sold on DJ Ukulele Laka 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 Laka. Maliki Liki Maka is a yeah. He uh, he, he just uh, he's not your classic Clemson quarterback. I don't think he's grasped the offense. Wake Forest defense isn't great, so they were able to show out a little bit more there, but. I just they're improved. I just don't know if I trust him to go and beat a really good NC State defense. If I'm writing the script for this state season, Brian, um, they beat Clemson, they beat Florida State, and I'm just trying to what would be the most soul crushing? I mean, would it be in the dome at Syracuse? Could it be Boston College at home? Or what if they make it all the way through and then they play North Carolina in Chapel Hill November twenty fifth? And that's the one. Like you, you just and I know state fans are feeling it too. They probably feel better about this game than they do those games I mentioned, right? I mean, that's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, right. And so that would be the one. You beat Clemson early, and then you lose to one of your rivals or even Wake Forest, who they've really struggled with through the years. So, no, there, there's there's always something there. And, and playing Clemson so early this year, usually it's a little later in October, and um, but playing them so early in their schedule, yeah, that sets up some pitfalls here uh, towards the end because – this is the highest I think they've been ranked at this point in the season in yeah. quite a long time. So the expectations at State right now are, are pretty high, but it's a long season. It's about survival, and, and that's never been State's strength to, to go all the way through. But Dave Doran's tried to change that culture, right? When he was hired, I thought he was a guy who could succeed based on that kind of grinder nature that he has had. And so uh, he's done a nice job. But, you know, going from top 20 – uh, to top 10, there's a huge jump when it comes to uh, collegiate sports. And so um, that, that top 10 is rarefied area. And so for, for State to get there, this is a game that they need to take care of. And then the, they have to take care of business against those other teams that in the past they've struggled with occasionally. Brian North joining us. Is Florida State uh, the real deal, a real deal top 25 team? We'll <laughs> find out a little more tomorrow. They are favorites uh, against Wake Forest. I like Wake uh, – just about every week offensively they just let you down on the defensive side that's their mo they're going to play in some high flying fireworks type games and i'm expecting one of those in tallahassee tomorrow brian yeah you know it, it goes back to that national narrative of um 
like when Florida State all of a sudden becomes good, everybody will elevate them really quickly. Sure. North Carolina basketball or Duke basketball. Yeah, Texas and Tennessee. Yeah, you, I know exactly what you mean. And, and Florida State's <laughs> certainly one of them. Elevated, yeah, but those brands get elevated quicker. We're Wake Forest. I don't know if they ever will. And so they lose to Clemson. Everybody kind of is just disregarding them really quickly again. But Dave Clawson has done such a phenomenal job there. This is a bounce-back game. I expect them to win. I expect them to go into Florida State and win. And, you know, with everything that's been going on with the weather, that, that'll be interesting. But, um, no, this is – Wake Forest, I think, and Clemson have the best two records in the ACC the last six seasons, something like that. So no, I expect them to come back and have a, a big victory in Tallahassee. I'm, I'm not quite a believer in Florida State just yet. Brian North joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line, getting ready for your football weekend. And, uh, Brian, we got Commanders and Cowboys for the first time ever. That's weird to say. Uh, Washington can't block anybody. Uh, their season's over. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Ron Rivera, how many times did we talk about it when he was at Carolina, Brian, would be on the hottest of hot seats and then win a couple so he'll probably do that just to frustrate us even more. But uh, man, that uh, this Rivera roller coaster. Now I feel uh, Panthers fans' pain. I guess. Yeah. Well, and, and we predicted it, right? Carson Wentz had a Carson Wentz game. Yeah. It's a high-profile game against a former team or something in prime time. The guy just seizes up and gets some vapor lock or something because uh, he just imploded and got sacked a bunch and just did not play very well and. And in the NFL, you need a quarterback that plays well, and that's been the knock on him is his inconsistency and maybe his uh, tightness of when he gets to the big game. This has been the year of bad quarterback play, Brian. I mean, did you watch Jimmy G and Russell Wilson? No, you were probably sleeping the other night, and good for you because that was brutal to watch. Uh, you've got the Bears are 2-1, and one, and Justin Fields might be the worst starting quarterback I've seen in the last 20 years. It's, yeah. it's, uh, there's some bad football. You, you can still find your, your good quarterback play, and it'll be on display in Baltimore Sunday, Josh Allen and uh, Lamar Jackson going at it. But, man, uh, there's been some brutal offenses to watch so far this season. Even Panthers, Baker Mayfield oh, yeah. has been more comfortable this last week when he just happy feet and couldn't make a decision and just uh, so indecisive until all of a sudden a guy named LaVisca comes off the bench <laughs> and takes one 57 yards and all of a sudden saves the day. But uh, Mayfield's looked horrible. And no, it's, it's, and that's always been kind of the knock in the league. And I, I've been noticing the, the passing numbers have been down, talking about yardage. And, and a lot of touchdowns are still up. But remember, 300-yard passers were just kind of the norm. And now it's been kind of a little bit harder for guys to get over that 300 limit. I think defenses have caught up, but now the quarterbacking has, has not been good either. And maybe that's because of the defenses. But um, no, it's uh, there, there have been a few elites, but uh, not many close after that. And a uh, real shame, Brian. I know that you were excited to name your firstborn LaVisca, but then you saw that name was taken and <laughs> couldn't use it. That's an amazing story when I started diving into him a little bit more. And, you know, I used to be that guy when I was a young guy with nothing else to do in life but work and and go out at night. I used to know everything about every college football player, but this guy was a star at Colorado. I remember him at Colorado. First of all, when you have a name like that, it kind of sticks with you. So I remember his highlights and everything uh, with the Buffaloes there. Yeah, and the amazing story of when he was uh, an amazing, maybe not be the right word, he was 10 years old. And his parents, they were driving down the interstate with him, and his dad got tired, or his mom got tired, and they decided to switch on the side of the interstate. And his dad was wearing slides or something, and he tripped and fell out of the traffic when they were out. Oh, jeez. Switching, it was hit and killed, and, you know, he witnessed it. And so, you know, he's, he's kind of been playing his whole career for his dad ever since then. He grows his hair 
his long dreadlocks for his dad. And so there's, there's some inspiration there, but it's just, it was a very interesting story to dive into. And then you wonder how the Jaguars whipped on this guy. I mean, he did have five touchdowns for them, but boy, he looked like a, a, a world beater with the Panthers when they finally let him in the game for the first time. So well, maybe that'll be the spark they need, but uh, Baker's got to be better. Apparently the Jags don't need him, Brian. They paid Christian Kirk like a number one, and he's performing. And Zay Jones uh, with a yeah. huge game last week against the Chargers. And yeah. Trevor Lawrence and uh, and them, them folks down there uh, got rid of Urban and are uh, looking like a real football team right now. Right, and their defense is for probably the reason that they're two and one more than the offense. The offense will get the, the headlines because of the names, but the defense is playing really well. But no, Zay had ten catches, and I kind of been waiting. The Jaguars have been stacking draft picks for a few yeah. years now. You hope that talent finally starts to pay off, and then you pay a few other guys. But Doug Peterson's a little bit of a quarterback whisperer, right? He's the one guy who got Carson Wentz to actually play well for a while, and then uh, Nick Foles to lead them to a super. Super Bowl, so now he's getting a chance with Trevor Lawrence, who a lot of people thought was going to be a really good NFL quarterback. Um, you know, had the tough first year with Urban Meyer, but now starting to come into his own a little bit. Got to be a short list here, Brian. How many coaches have gone to play a road game, coach a road game, and when they walk in the stadium, they'll see a statue of themselves outside? That's uh, Doug Peterson. We'll, we'll have that happen on Sunday when the Jags take on the Eagles. I can't imagine that's happened a lot in football. And that just tells you we build statues too fast for people, too, right? And, and that we fire everybody fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both of those things. From uh, hero to zero to back to uh, <laughs> It's amazing, our culture now, how quickly we do those things. Yep. Yeah, maybe we should hold off on these statue things. It used to be you wouldn't get a statue until you died. I don't know if we have to wait that long anymore, but maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 years or something we should wait. It's just, uh, it's interesting. But once you win a Super Bowl, your legacy is cemented. I think Green Bay is the one that started doing that, and so uh, good for him. But yeah, that's a little bit weird. Uh, to, I would think. And you know, the other guy is on that statue is Nick Foles. Two <laughs> Eagles castoffs uh, memorialized forever because heck, they brought him a Super Bowl. You know, we thought it'd be Donovan McNabb, Andy Reid, like you know Brian Dawkins, the greats uh, that won all those NFC East titles, but can never win a Super Bowl, and it turns out to be. Peterson and Foles, who were not there, what, a year and a half after the statue went up. <laughs> right. Awesome. Uh, hired guns, hired mercenaries. It's, it's what, yeah. But when it's the only Super Bowl in your history, you know, you yeah. certainly want to take advantage of it. Brian North joining us, Pit Electric Live on North. Hope you have a uh, safe weekend with your family. How are your, uh, I guess your girls, is this their first hurricane or first experience here? Mm-hmm. I feel like we hadn't had one in the last couple of years. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, well, Tinsley was... Uh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about you right now. Uh, oh, you don't want to talk about the hurricane? Okay, we won't talk. About okay, we won't talk about that. Sorry, that's on me. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. Yeah, yeah, that's her first one. Tinsley's been through one or two, so gotcha. Well, North, uh, yeah, have fun at the homestead there, and uh, we will. Uh, if uh, you want to meet at a bar, I'll tell you where I'm going, and you can come join me and get out of there. But, uh, Brian, nah, stay safe, man. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll uh, talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds good, Cliffy. All right. Thank you, Brian. Brian North joining us, WCTI 12. He joins us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. Take a break, come back, talk about what's going on in the world of golf, and a big one for Greeny, Mark Greenheld, Clemson alum. We'll talk Tigers, Pack, and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is a family-run dealership that creates a family-like atmosphere for their customers. They have one of the biggest used car inventories in eastern North Carolina. You can shop online today at East Carolina Chrysler Dodge dot, uh, dot com. East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live on a weather Friday. So we're uh, keeping an eye out on what's going on with the weather. We will be with you Saturday at 10 30 on the bud light pregame tailgate so make sure you hang out with us saturday morning on into saturday afternoon we're with you after the game u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show all righty uh we have uh, recorded these interviews in hour three today and earlier we chatted with mark greenhelge golf shop radio show you can see the uh, video of that interview on youtube and facebook right now if you choose to do so let's hear that conversation with greeny from earlier today let's go out to the pit electric live line talk to mark greenhelge golf shop radio show coming your way uh 8 to 10 a.m on saturday morning the lead-in to the bud light pregame tailgate as we'll be here at 10 30 getting you ready for a 2 30 kickoff east carolina and south florida greeny uh you're in the charlotte area correct so are you gonna feel any effects of the storm yeah, we've been getting some some serious gusts of wind. I had one about uh, 10 minutes ago, man, and uh, I've been up around like 50 or a little over 50 mile an hour gusts of wind. So, uh, yeah, there's some there's some effects going on with this thing right now. Some rain, but nothing too major. The East Carolina game was moved from Tampa to Boca Raton and also uh, the game time moved from 7 to 2.30. And then we've seen this with a lot of games in the South this week. When do you play it? Does it go on as scheduled? I know there was some talk of what do you do about Clemson NC State. I guess, Greeny, the, the hope is, right, it should be pretty decent uh, for a football game as long as there's no damage and flooding for Saturday night at 7.30. And uh, did they you know, make the right call there to have that one as scheduled, do you think? Yeah, I mean, this storm has continued to shift a little further east, so I don't even think Clemson's got any rain yet. I don't know if they're going to get any rain, so I think they're pretty much out of the woods at this point. I mean, shoot, my my uh, son's soccer is at one thirty tomorrow here, and they're already talking about, uh, we think we're, we're a go for that. So it shouldn't be any issue over in Clemson tomorrow evening. I heard a breakdown for this game, and a pretty obvious one. Uh, uh, Brandon Walker, college football show, uh, said that this is a game between a, a team that has played a million games on the big stage and, and one that just has not. And uh, NC State is the one that, that has not. Clemson is used to this. They're used to being under the lights with the national spotlight on them. So I don't know, agree. I mean, do you, does that have any effect on tomorrow night? Does it make you feel more confident, comfortable going into this game? Uh, what do you think about the matchup? I tell you what makes me feel more confident and comfortable is the fact that I think last week DJ Uyunglele had his best game throwing the ball ever as a Clemson Tiger in terms of how he looked, the completions that he made, the throws that he made, and and how he worked the offense. Now, I know it ended up being a bit of a shootout with, with Wake Forest, and I think that had to do to maybe some lack of prep on the defensive side of the ball with everything going on with Brian Bercy and the passing of his uh, 15-year-old sister and 
the team attending a, a funeral and all of that stuff and some inexperience in the back end that I think is going to be a little different this weekend. So I, I, I think I think Clemson's ready for this. We don't know if NC State is necessarily ready for this just because they haven't been here in this situation before. Even though they, they won last year, they were unranked. Plus the fact that I don't know if their schedules really kind of warmed them up to this type of a game situation. I expected at Wake Forest, who you know breaks out the fireworks just about every Saturday, to struggle against Clemson's defense. So I was super impressed with Wake Forest kind of doing what they do, putting up a lot of points. But on the flip side of that, Greeny, uh, super impressed with with Clemson and the way they were able to hang offensively. So you're right. That's got to give them some confidence. Uh, Maybe a lower scoring game coming up Saturday night between these two. But, yeah, you got to feel good that you know that if Clemson gets in in, in this style of game that they can hang. Uh, We'll see if they can do it against NC State. Yeah, that was definitely the unexpected part because they've struggled for, what, a year and a half now to score some points. And and that was – very nice to see and like I said I think you're going to see a little different uh, secondary this week I think that there was uh, you know I think if it was this week last week and, and it was NC State right Tenth coming into Clemson I think you might have seen some of these guys play I think they tried to to kind of get away with maybe sitting guys out an extra week uh, to give them a little a uh, little more healing process going into you know this big game so hopefully the back end looks a little bit better and you got a little more experience back there when you're rolling out you know, three of your four guys in the secondary uh, between the safeties and the corners are, are freshmen that haven't had a lot of game time. Uh, you know, Sam Hartman, as a, it seems like a 12th year senior, is going to pick your part every time. Greeny, uh, you were busy last week. We tried to reach out to you, but you had a lot going on with the President's Cup, right? So, uh, recap that weekend for you. How'd it go for you guys? Yeah, that was interesting. I did a little TV work on Wednesday. I got three minutes to uh, to answer a bunch of questions, so that was fun. And uh, then we did two hours of uh, radio on Thursday, two hours Friday, our normal Saturday show, and then three hours on Sunday. And let me tell you, Cliff, it was, you know, you could see the international team right there the whole time. For people that were thinking that this was a blowout and even at the end thought it was a blowout, it was anything but that. Um, it was... Even on Thursday, I mean, I was even sitting there Thursday, and of course we know that the, the U.S. squad won 4-1 in the Thursday foursomes matches, but there was a time where I counted 21 holes that were played that the USA did not win a hole. And the problem was that the internationals had, were only winning a few of those holes, so they were counting them getting themselves back into some of those matches. And then as you saw the week go on, you saw Friday, you saw a little more, like a little more dent going into it. And then, man, I tell you what, the end of the Saturday morning session and then the entire Sunday, uh, Saturday afternoon session, you really saw the internationals kind of getting more comfortable, getting more comfortable with the golf course, getting more comfortable with the formats and with each other and, and really starting to build that snowball. Now it didn't carry over into Sunday signals, which we always know. The United States is very good in whether it's a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup. So they were a little overmatched from that standpoint. But I think you look at that team going forward, man, you got to think the majority of that team's coming back in two years and they're going to have a little more experience and they might be hard to handle. Mark Greenell's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. You can check it out 8 to 10 a.m. Saturday before the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Greeny, what's uh, going on in golf this week and what are you guys focusing on uh, Saturday on the show? Well, there's really. Uh, 
three things going on. We know the PGA Tour has started their uh, wraparound season. We are, we are in event number two, the Sanderson Farms Championship down in Jackson, Mississippi. You still only get a smattering of players for this. Um, you know, as a, as a matter of fact, it's very close in the world ranking points that you're going to get for winning it as the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship, which is kind of a big event on the, on the DP World Tour. And, man, I'll tell you what, they had some weather over there in uh, Scotland uh, today, this morning, and uh, there were guys that were shooting a bunch of scores in the 80s, and it was uh, tr- true European Scottish weather. So if you ever saw any highlights of that, it was fun to watch. But And then you have the LPGA Tour, uh, where they have about six events left, so they're kind of getting towards the end of their season. And then you have the Epson Tour, which is the feeder tour to the LPGA Tour, they're on their second-to-last event, and next week they're actually down in Florida. They're in Daytona Beach playing in their tour championship, and I'll actually be broadcasting live from there next Saturday. Awesome stuff. Mark Greenheld, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, uh, great to chat with you. Have a great weekend. Good luck. Uh, you feeling good? Your Tigers going to win tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Like right. I said, I think DJ, DJ's been building, so I'm in good shape. All right, Greeny's going to have a big Saturday starting with the Golf Shop Radio Show and ending with a uh, Clemson victory over NC State. Greeny, we'll check in with you again next week. All right, thanks, Cliff. Have a good one. All right, thank you, Greeny. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio, leading into the Bud Light pregame tailgate, which will kick off at 1030 on Saturday morning. Take a break, come back, wrap it up when we return after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch our favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Alright, thanks for hanging out with us today. Y'all stay safe and join us Saturday morning. Let's have a Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Seardy. Let's have a Seardy. It's going to be a good day. We're going to have a ton of fun on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We're going to win a freaking game. At 2.30, and then we're going to talk about it afterwards on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show. That is the plan. I know what I'll be doing. I know what you'll be doing. You'll be uh, hanging out with us. Can't wait to uh, chat with you and talk to you on a Saturday. For Shirley Rhodes, the Shafe, the Chan, and the crew here at Pirate Radio, we will talk to you Monday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live, and we'll see you Saturday, 10.30 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.